0: Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my remarkable co-host, Mozzie. How you doing? I'm feeling remarkable. (laughs) How are you doing? I am feeling fine, but I'm not sipping wine. I'm just sipping water from my jug, so people know how
1: cool I am. (laughs) Very cool. Mm -hmm. Wine is so divine. I have it all the time.
0: Yeah, I know I know you're I know you're a big wine guy. What's what, what are so? What's some of your favorites? Like where where do you gravitate on the wine front?
1: Um, let's see. Right now I'm always into my barbarescos. Well, I only really work with Italian wines, mm-hmm. which is sort of the thing. So like I like a barbaresco, which is a nebbiolo. It's just uh it's called the queen of nebbiolo. You have your barolo and barbaresco. Barolo is, like, more bold, and Barresco is a little bit more smooth and soft. King and queen of Nebbiolos. Mm. Uh, medium body sort of earthy. Good acid, good tannin. One of the rare characteristics of one, like, to have both.
0: Mm. Nice, nice.
1: I followed a minor
0: amount of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Comes from, like, the uh, central sort of region of Italy where they, like, you know grow truffles and shit so the ground is super earthy and Mm. it's like representative in the grapes gotcha
0: huh huh i'm not i'm not a wine connoisseur at all
1: as you can tell but yeah mozzie knows his wine i like a good barbaresco man always worth a try if you're having a steak just grab some of that Nebbiolo or Barbaresco if you're at the store, man. Excellent for steak.
0: You just have to find a woman named Barbara Resco. I'm
1: looking for Barbara Resco. Something you hear like I'm that. right here, sweetie, what do you want? You know that's what she'd sound like, yeah. too, right? I'd
0: chug wine through my stoma. <laughs>
1: just gotta get a straw
0: That's all that you're looking for sugar
1: <laughs> exactly
0: yeah so, perfect yeah sounds like kind of like Mahomes that impression did and that's <laughs> that's a perfect lead in to start our our injury segment here um, we'll start off with Mahomes the the man right. himself the man with the with the voice of um Hellions. so
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Raspy Kermit, <laughs>
0: yeah, a, a country Kermit is about how I like to say it. Country Kermit, yeah. it's like country
1: crock, but way better. <laughs> <laughs> Works on two layers. Wow, that was so good. <laughs> I wonder if he likes frog legs. Anyway,
0: he, back. yeah, he's ha- he had like a left. They're calling it a high ankle sprain. He was able to sort of play through it. It definitely hobbled him. Made it made him less mobile. But like looking at it, nothing like what terrible as far as when it happened he was able to kind of keep going so that's just going to be i don't i imagine does a practice time throughout the week but i am assuming he plays just based off the fact that as long as he's like sort of mobile which i think i'll be able to be then we're going to see you know the mahomes you know and love um it's, i don't know part of me says maybe temper expeditions a tiny bit but well, I'm, sure, well, I'm sure we'll get more info as the week goes on. But yeah, on you play. have to
1: imagine, like, they want to be careful with him because mm-hmm. they know he is so good. Mm-hmm. But I think the expectation is he'll play unless there is something they do want to just be careful with. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the Houston defense is not the best, so
0: that'll help his ankle.
1: <laughs> yeah, J.J. Watt is still J.J. Watt, but that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. They had analysis. I was reading of the Houston Atlanta game was basically saying that Houston was missing a lot of like opportunity to pass rush, except for J.J. Watt. hmm Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Jadavion Hurts. Yep, Because Atlanta's line was dilapidated, and they had key matchups nice. with merciless and whatnot, and they were not taking advantage of them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And with all those injuries Atlanta has, too, you think they'd be able to get home
0: some, but it wasn't. You know. Yep. I'll have to see how many sacks I took, but yeah, and then we have moving on, we have Sterling Shepard, he got concussed again. That's not not what you want to see. Multiple concussions over a few weeks is pretty rough. Um, I'm he's already been rolled out Thursday and you have to kinda start to worry about like an extended absence at this point. Just because when you have the multiple multiple. in a season, it's really rough to, you know. You gotta get your head right, man. Mm Mhm. That's not a weak recovery. (laughs) Yeah. So Matt Ryan got sacked uh, twice. Against Houston, for what it's worth. He threw one pick. He actually nope. had, a pre- he had, he had a generally pretty good game. He had Dude. a great game. Wow, he's been over 300
1: yards every single game. He got me like 35 points against Benji.
0: Yeah, if you if you play on DraftKings where you get a 300 yard bonus, Matt Ryan's been getting you that every week this season. <laughs> every fucking week. I imagine he gets it again. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> <if> he should. <laughs> he should. I would be surprised if he didn't. So, the only way he doesn't is if he doesn't have to. Yeah, which and it may be possible, but their defense is bad enough that he'll probably. Their will. defense is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we'll with get Star- to that later. Yeah, along with Sterling Shepard, um, the Giants are also going to be missing Barkley, which um, he's did they have a buy for this week or no? That buys like week 9 or something. But I think Barkley's plan is to try to return the following week. He's like I know he came out and said he didn't know where the four to eight week timetable came from, but he's out. Evan Ingram's out. Sterling Shepard's out. The Evan Ingram thing was, like, new. That, have, that came up, like, Tuesday or some shit. Which I was like, oh, what the fuck? is going on with Evan Ingram? Yeah. So, yeah, they're all out. Like, new York's decimated against England, and that's going to be rough. But we'll get to that a little bit more. But, um, yeah, with Evan Ingram, I think they said it was, like, they listed, like, an MCL sprain or something. Um, which basically, that pretty much means, like, what? Your kneecap got hit really fucking hard, right? That's generally yeah, what it means. Yeah, So... <laughs> To put it in, like, very dumbed-down terms, there's yeah. more to it. But um, I, the, the hope slash, I guess, like, guesstimate is that he'll probably be back next week because he's got a lot of recovery time after. Um, well, actually, no, he's not playing today. Never mind. But, yeah, they've got a while to allow um, him to play again. Mm. And then we've got uh, Mason Rudolph. Everyone saw that. Um, he's concussed. He was not unconscious for a bit,
1: it looks like. so. That was terrifying
0: yeah dude that was rough I mean you just see him just go limp and you're like
1: oh cause it didn't look that severe and then all of a sudden his like right arm just sort of like shoots out in spasms and his fingers are like clenched and when I saw that like I was like ooh
0: Not that's good. some
1: nerve impingement at the very least
0: yeah yeah he was he was like he was pretty much looked like KO'd for a bit yup yeah, and I remember you like, see like, Juju just, like, Oh my over, god, yeah.
1: dude, Juju was, like, heartbreaking. Yeah,
0: his reaction was, like,
1: it, it was very intense. I mean, there was a, like, did he die? Like, there was literally, like, that kind of vibe going on. Yeah, it was rough. And we've seen a lot of that this year. Yeah, that was scary. But I've never seen them take the face cage off without the helmet.
0: Yeah, it's just true how they get to him without... Yeah, you you got to keep his head, like, set in place. But... Exactly. It's wild. Mm-hmm. But, so, with, with all that being said, he hasn't been ruled out for this week, which is wild to think about.
1: Right. It might have looked scarier than it actually was, which is what I think they're hoping for. But, yeah. wow, it was. But, Eesh.
0: all that being said, I'm just assuming he's not going to play. Like, I, I don't think it's likely. It's not like a Josh Allen thing where, like, he, like has, you know, like a 50 video shot with Mason Rudolph, it's like, I think, very small chance to play, so I would assume you don't have him, but, like... Yeah, keep an eye on it. mm -hmm. Then we've got uh, Hammy Watkins. Hmm. The one we all know and love. Shammy. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just a bummer. These things linger with him, so... I... yeah. Do they get Reek back? Yeah, so Tyreek's probably back this week. Um, Man, they need it. They need him now. Yeah, it's kind of an I guess, good timing. if <laughs> You yeah, have to have timing. Yeah, slightly
1: it. fortuitous if you're going to get injured.
0: Yeah, so I he's listed as questionable right now, but I would be so surprised if Sammy Watkins played on a bum hamstring this week. That would be. Uh, I don't see that happening. it happening, especially with Tyreek coming back. It's like you're able to just swap that out. Kind of, it's like, all right, Sammy, don't get out for the season with a hamstring because like that shit would happen. So, plan on not having Sammy is what I'm going to say. And then Wayne Gomm, he was also ruled out, um, concussion protocol. So, who is it now? There's, like, ro- something Hilleman? Hilleman? Hilleman?
1: I think it's Hilleman.
0: Is it Ronnie Hilleman? <laughs> not Ronnie Hillman, It's Hilleman. Hilleman, Hilleman, Hilleman. Hilleman. You yeah, have to look at I, I haven't even looked at his name. Oh, John? John Hilleman, sorry, yeah. I was thinking, like, Ronnie Hillman as well. As that, but. John Kiliaman, and then there's like Elijah Penny, I think it's the other guy in the backfield. I think, Correct. yeah. So don't touch that against uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, the Patriots. I'm gonna say not Patriots. Yeah, not worth. But good luck. Yeah, and it's, I'm. It's looking like what's his sorry. Well, I don't know what's his name. It's let's, let's like Saquon Barkley will be back kind of soon. So Blake Gumbins probably not worth holding even. And then another stud running back we had David Johnson um, have some back spasm issues. He said so. Cliffus said he's optimistic about like about him being able to play this weekend, but um, it's a back thing. So Mm -hmm. if Chase, like, hopefully you wouldn't grab Chase Edmonds or like you have him or holding or something. Because if David Johnson isn't like available, Chase Edmonds is instantly super valuable. I mean that's kind of obvious. It's true
1: with any handcuff, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't have like (laughs) I don't have David Johnson in anything. (laughs) No, yeah, me
0: neither. So it's just one of those things where if you have Chase Edmonds, keep him because it's it's hard to say how like any sort of back issues going to go because even if there's like oh it's just some back spasms, like there's some underlying issues there. Like yeah, you're having much about his injury. Yeah, he said his back locked up, which is weird. That's like a weird feeling to have. I've never experienced my back locking up per se. Mm. So sounds painful. Yeah. It's not ideal. And like there's is there is no reason at all to rush it back like
1: Yeah, no, not for sure. But if he did play, goddamn. Falcons. Yeah, so like whatever <laughs> running back is playing
0: is, you know, nice. Although it there was like a weird thing I saw before we, you know, kind of get into some other injuries that you need to keep up with. There was this thing that was put out about, like, how the Falcons, like, haven't, like, they're, like, really near the bottom of the league, like, in terms of, like, being good as, like, the fewest yards are, like, allowed to running backs through the air, but, like, it seemed kind of like a noisy thing just based on, like, who they played in game scripts, because, like, they're always behind, pretty much, Yeah. so you don't need to throw your running back a ton, or, like, dump off-wise if you're behind, or if you're leading, and then... Like based on who they play, it's not like a lot of teams that like throw to their running back a lot. So it's kind of one of those things where like it's odd to see, but it's probably just like noise. And I assume we'll see it come back to earth this week. And then I don't have they played the Saints and um, Panthers at all
1: yet. No, right? I don't think so. No,
0: so it'll really come back to earth in, in those games. So because
1: they don't play New Orleans until week 10 wow
0: because like playing McCaffrey McCare twice uh, sorry Chimera twice does hurt your averages so I, I oh, yeah, anyway. oh yeah it's par- it's it's one of those things where you have to put the contacts anyway um keeping up with some past things already mentioned saquon and Tyreek. um breeze his recovery is looking good he seems to be on on track um it's looking like probably week eight nine around that range a little after but they're staying afloat, and Teddy Teddy was really good
1: last week. Oh, he was great, and he was Got actually like, like thirty points.
0: Yeah, 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 that was one of I was one of your calls, and that worked out a lot. I was, was really good. I know the uh, person who won, like who won the Millie, Cad, um, the Teddy, uh, Michael Thomas, Jared Cookstack. Oof. So, damn. Yeah, Teddy popped off. Yeah, he made some good like downfield throws too. He wasn't just like checking down a bunch. So, exactly, it was yeah. nice. Yeah, I mean. And we're, we're seeing Tampa's pass defense get shredded a lot, too, is another thing that came from that. It's so like,
1: oh, yeah. Teddy looking yeah.
0: good, getting confident, and then also Tampa's defense just not having, um, they are such a pass funnel, oh my gosh. Yes, but, precisely. I mean, I look for um, Drew Parise to kind of start getting back soon, but like, so Teddy's Teddy's definitely
1: like the, their future guy, right? <laughs> I, think He's, kind of, I hope so, man. That seems kind of locked in at this point.
0: One of like, are, like how many
1: more years does Breeze have because Teddy's 27 now man he's like you know you don't want to waste his career uh-huh. but and I'm sure he's kind of fine getting paid a lot of money to do nothing and like just keep learning
0: uh-huh. I, don't, like, I don't know Yeah, well, like at, at the eventual point when he presumably does become like a full time starter like when Breeze retires and like then he's like you know ready and it's it's sort of like the thing with Aaron Rodgers like he's older but like his miles didn't start as soon as a lot of people's do
1: yeah, and Teddy, I, like, coming into when he was drafted, I wasn't super high on him, but I really liked just how he did with Minnesota. I thought he progressed and grew and was making good throws until he got hurt. So I always kind of believed in him.
0: Yeah, if, you, if you're, you know, smart and you're accurate, those are, you know. Yeah. It's hard to, like, fuck that up. Yeah, <laughs> <So,
1: laughs> he's smart and accurate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to, like, fuck things up, which is – I'll, it should, you know, especially like with the team around him, like that's what you at least you know want while Breeze is gone. So moving on, your guy Darnold, uh, he's finally done making out with models for a bit. His mono has subsided <laughs> enough for his spleen to become a um, acceptable size to play football to not die on the field, as he said. So that's a big old boon for the whole Jets team because <laughs> it's
1: not Luke Falk or Trevor Simeon. It's Been awful to watch, man. Like historically bad offense yeah it's i'm like i was like ranting about gaze to myself the other day just (laughs) fucking like i don't you know what it's a four-string quarterback and i fucking get it and the offensive line is just a turnstile but like this is what you're supposed to do as a coach is mitigate problems that keep happening and like keep Hmm. the team afloat despite injury because that's part of the game So, like, I don't really care that we're on our backup quarterback because good teams, when they put their backup quarterback in, still win games. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't necessarily... Like, I'm very nervous about the future because I don't have any backbone that just because Darnold's back means anything if the offensive scheme has been this bad. Yeah, I
0: I do think it is a big enough difference, though, that it's going to help the team quite a lot. Because, like... It week, should help uh, the team. Who they play week one? It's been so long already. The Bills. Yeah, and he was he was like he was kinda sick in that game, right? Yeah, he was already had mono in that game. Yeah, and and then that, that was a close game at least. So I mean if if they can keep it close for a game while well, he's sick, I imagine there'll be a lot yeah, excuse me. I'm burping too much, I'm hiccuping some. <laughs> Not what you wanna have going on, especially when you're recording anything, but yeah, since they, get, they kept it close with a sick Darnold, I imagine they'll be able to keep it close with a healthy Darnold.
1: <laughs> makes sense. Healthy Darnold. Mm-hmm. The good same. thing is it wasn't like an injury of like some physical nature. It was just that he was super sick and yeah, felt, felt like death.
0: It's not like an extremity or like a bone. It's just... Right. It feels sad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Darnold was very sad for a few weeks. And now he's back. But yeah, some other guys to keep up with. We have uh
0: Hunter Henry. I think he's starting some limited practice this week. I believe is is what i had seen. Um, they list him as questionable return this weekend. I don't think it will. But Hunter Hunter Henry will be
1: back soon, and they do need him. Yes, and desperately. Then... You better fucking stay healthy. <laughs> also, what's what's up with Mike Williams? Did he get hurt again? Oh, I don't know. I've not kept up with it. Yeah, I didn't
0: see him list on here. I thought he got hurt again. I don't that's
1: remember. Easy.
0: Um. Oh, that was not what I wanted. I thought I looked at him. Anyway, oh, that's the. No, wait, what? I gotta find this here. No, okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought I would seen him gotten hurt, but maybe I was way off base. Anyway. Um. We have Jamal Williams. Um, he was concussed last week while Aaron Jones went ham, but he I know he might be back this week, so keep an eye on that. Because I mean, you'd like to think that LaFleur would be like, "Oh, I'll just use this guy who balled out," but maybe he'll go back to his committee. So that keep an you know eye on yep. that. Because if if Jamal is out again, that's great for Aaron Jones against a defense that sort that sort of that sort of um, run funnels it.
1: Yeah. I kind of do like Jamal Williams this week if he plays. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. like, I can see that happening.
0: Gosh, that would be so a troll. Aaron Jones has a career day, and then Jamal Williams is active and just is annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but another running back, we've got Rex Burkhead, who has been kind of, you know, had, he's had injury issues his whole career. That's been one of the things with New England is, like, He's been valuable while he's been healthy, and then it's going to be tough. So, yep. I, I think he's questionable this week. I'm not sure whether they're going to have him or not, but they're and they're going against a totally decimated team, so I don't even know if they're going to... Maybe maybe we finally see Damon Harris this week? I don't know. This is literally just like a fucking scrimmage for them. Anyway. <laughs> we've got Devontae Adams listed as questionable for this week. I see, I don't know if he's more towards a doubtful or not, but... And Matt Patricia said they're preparing as if he's going to play, which makes sense. He probably should. <laughs> so you know, that's that one's tougher because it's one of the later games. So hopefully we get some more infield there other the weeks. So you are not just like totally stuck when it comes up.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Turf toe kind of sucks, man. Like he probably could play. It's just whether or not he should. Yeah, with him, like if you're in, if you're
0: in season long and you have him, and unless you have like you know Marvin Jones already or someone on your roster, like try to get. You know, Geronimo, who's possibly on the waiver wire, just to, like, fill in if, for some reason, DeMonte Adams is out. Mm-hmm. And then we've got another receiver, Christian Kirk, who's been dealing with, I'd say, I believe, high ankle sprain. Yeah, on his, on his right ankle, just to be super specific there. He cool. uh, he missed last week, right? Yeah. So so I want to just kind of watch for um because while he's out and the target to get spread out enough that like we saw David Johnson get a lot of targets uh, last week. So that, like it's gotta you know help distribute to the running back and obviously Fitz becomes the only guy proving it all. So <laughs> Yeah, and it's a juicy matchup too, so if he's not out, it's you're really gonna have to put a lot of thought into like who you would start Fitz over, I would say. And then lastly we've got your boy, uh, TJ Hawkinson. The
1: Hawk. I don't know uh I mean he was in concussion protocol they had the bye week. Um let's see. Yeah, he's right now
0: questionable and uh, cuz it was concussion and shoulder is what they'd listed at. Mm. Um I don't I don't think he's like it was I don't think he was originally anticipated to be back this week as of as of today so we're recording this like late Wednesday night. Um he was still in concussion protocol as of Wednesday. Um
1: okay. So he does have till Monday. It's another yeah. day.
0: But that's not ideal. They had to buy, and then he's still on cushion Protocol. You got to think, okay, right. well, it's not looking like ideal for him to come Because if,
1: if you put him in and he doesn't play, then you, like, yeah, it's the last game.
0: Mm-hmm. And then um, kind of a brief transition over from injury to suspension. This is, a, I guess, like a good bridge is Chris Herndon, who is now unsuspended, but is now injured. When. Yeah, so literally today, like, <laughs> I got the notification he hurt his hammy, and I
1: texted you. And that was what you woke up to. It's the first thing I read in the morning. Chris Herndon injured. It's like <laughs> son <laughs> of a bitch. Why did I wake up today?
0: Yeah, that's that sucks a lot for him. It's just like just in general. But I was saying beforehand, like, I I you have to think like if he shows up and just instantly hurts his hammy, that he wasn't staying in great shape. I mean, like, yeah, okay, like. So it, it happens like I mean i may be totally off base but the timing of it is like not right yeah the timing of it is little really like I keep, like Sammy Watkins he hurts his hammy whenever but <laughs> I have nothing to go off with Chris Herndon so
1: yeah I, like I don't know if he wasn't allowed to practice at the facility or like what but if he just like came back and then hadn't been practicing tried to do too much he just fucking got hurt yeah. god damn it
0: but him not being there, I guess, preserves a lot of those targets in the middle for uh, Jameson Crowder, for what that's worth.
1: Mm. Yeah, and Darnold did like him. Yeah, he fucking
0: peppered him week one. What was it, like 17 targets? He had a ton. Some bullshit, yeah. So. Peppa. Gosh, I yeah, can't wait it, for it, Robbie to hell. not be, like, deadzo for fantasy. God. <laughs> Please, Robbie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's. Yeah, he's Robbie's so good, and it's a bummer just see him get like nothing, like ugh. So yeah, Crowder got a ton of targets, and I'm excited for like Love Bell to be useful too. So I, know.
1: I know he's still been good. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he gets a ton of looks. I think the only um, suspended thing to watch now because Tate's back. He didn't really do much last week, but he's the only healthy guy this week, so he may do stuff just out of but just by proxy. Um, Kareem Hunt is. You know, we're starting to get enough into the season that You guys kind of remember Kareem Hunt being the thing <laughs> who comes back. I don't, I don't think he pl- does anything like for the Browns much. Like, I know I'm a Chub Stan, but the, the the thing that has come out of Cleveland, I believe, has been that um, Kareem Hunt isn't anticipated to like have a huge like role or at least like take much from Chubb. He'll, he'll be like change of pace, pretty much like, like which, what uh like what Hilliard was more or less
1: but it's interesting because like hunt was really fucking good
0: yeah and he can't even pass blocks i don't know why they do change of pace i just think (laughs) maybe if anything but i don't know i I, I imagine he gets traded would be the most likely thing but yeah
1: because i'm kind of on board with that too
0: yeah because like by that time there's someone who's gonna need a decent running back i mean we're kind of already starting to near that point like we're going to see, like, a certain point, like, Atlanta, like, if if Devonta Freeman goes down, like, they'll need him, or, like, who else, but, yeah. Someone will eventually acquire for his services, it's just a matter of time. And then... It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Is there anything else, news-wise, that I think that we missed? I think we got pretty much everything.
1: Um, Most of it? I mean, Jalen Ramsey, apparently, is coming back, or he's back is okay, or I don't know. Yeah, I don't...
0: I don't know what the deal with him is. It was his back. Something. Yeah, it was unhappy. his back. It's a lot, a lot of things huh. in one that really <laughs> kind of impacted it. Here we go. Yeah, back injuries. Questionable week six. He's partially participated. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. but <laughs> Right. Like, what, is, what does is, that tell me? Is he going to get traded? Is, uh, I don't know. Just is Dick's going to
1: get traded? <laughs>
0: It sounds like the Vikings want to uh, keep him unless they get like a wild deal. But, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they should. Yeah, the Vikings got a wild deal for, uh, yeah, the Giants got a wild deal for Odell. So, I mean, it happens. Um, Turned into Daniel Jones and some stuff. So, the Daniel Jones was their original pick. I don't remember who they took with the other picks. But, anyway, moving on to some some things we noticed from this past week. Uh, Mozzie, what really stood
1: out to you? There were so many things. Hmm, where should we start? Um, let's let's well, start with let's talk start about, something good. We'll start with uh, the Texans' line finally giving Deshaun Watson like actual protection for once. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the second time ever he's not been sacked, is what I think I was hearing. Oh, gosh. The second time ever. Mm-hmm. Came at a great time, though, because when he's been sacked zero times, he gets, like, five touchdowns every time. And that's what he did. He threw up five on the uh, Falcons. That was just an awesome game to watch. That was the best game. Particularly because I had Will Fuller.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Got him off waivers because someone dropped him, man. That's wild. That Yeah. I saw him and was like what? Just your your pot of gold, just the rainbow just was right there for you. Yeah, dude. Just laying there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're and you're in first right now, so that's a nice boost. That was great. Yeah, it's like that's one of those things that like like happens mid season that just puts you over the hump. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm mm mm. Yeah. Tastes it's, good. Yeah, they're and I I mean they get Kansas City this week who doesn't have much defense there. <laughs> Not so. much either. huh. I don't see it really stopping much this week. And we know, and we know Deshaun Watson can just be nutso.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to, like, read into the game a little bit more because it was a really fascinating game from, like, a lot of fronts. Uh, first was just, like, Atlanta's defense, which they they really miss Keanu Neal. Yeah. And they were just getting burned. Uh, the article I was reading was basically articulating that they were b- running the right scheme. They were doing a cover two that was like probably the most optimal scheme they could have been running against the Texans there. And then, but they were just not executing it in the correct way whatsoever. And Will Fuller was just obliterating their man coverage when they would switch to it. Like it, nothing worked the whole game. Yeah,
0: I think we talked about it. I think we said it was like Trufant who was on him the most.
1: Trufant was on him the most. Oliver was mostly on Hopkins, but they also they switched around a few times. But there were times like they were supposed to go to like respective roles. Like Oliver was supposed to go to Hopkins and Trufant was supposed to cover Fuller. And they, if they lined up on the same side, a lot of times Trufant would also go for Hopkins. <laughs> and then Fuller was just sitting there wide fucking open.
0: Yeah, they, they accounted all three of four touchdowns to Trufant's coverage, so... Yep. <laughs> God, rip. So, yeah, that was no good yet. It's rough, and I know we talked about this too, like, with Dan Quinn. Like, outside of um, 2017, their defense has been pretty not stellar. Because 2015, they were average. 2016, they were awful. Mm-hmm. But they overperformed in and in, like, in turnovers, so that helped them enough. Along with the amazing offense under Cal Shannon to get to the Super Bowl right. in twenty seventeen, their defense was you know was pretty solid, and in the last two years has been bad. So, yeah. at a certain point, like I know injuries happen, but at a certain
1: point, it's just like, hmm. yeah. And the other thing was there was virtually no pass rush. Uh, one of the things I was reading yeah. was that like, if you give Watson time, you're <laughs> fucked, and like those right. receivers too. They're, they didn't have any pass rush, but they also have a dilapidated secondary. So they had to send their linebackers back and only rush like four, which wasn't getting pass rush. But then when they would blitz, they weren't doing it right. And so they <laughs> still weren't effectively getting pressure on the quarterback. And then their secondary was even more open.
0: Yeah. And we saw like that too, like some tight end touchdowns and some like QDR deck for catch we got from like when he got it out quicker that
1: that was what was happening, so. Yeah. There was a lot of crazy stuff in the game, though. I mean, the Falcons' offense still looked good,
0: didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Matt Ryan was still, like, good. It's just the defense, man, can't do anything. And Atlanta's run game's not good right now, either. Yeah, I don't
1: know what's going on with that. Is it the line? Yeah, I did mean, not
0: make lanes. that's what I must, like, have been noticing, like, because, I mean, Devonta Freeman isn't, like, as good as he used to be, obviously, but he's not awful but yeah they're just not getting any space for the running game
1: Ugh. damn yeah i mean that was another thing the falcons line is pretty hurt um but like the texans still couldn't capitalize with yeah. sacks like literally jj watt was the only person who could get it ryan mm-hmm. but like
0: another thing is also like they're not that they're playing from behind so much so part of it is like they aren't able to run the ball much because, like, against Indy, that game was close enough that they were able to at least, like, get some running going. But True. It hasn't been going super great, and then they're also uh, not getting many chances to run. So eh. Maybe this week. Yeah, I mean, they'll definitely have the opportunity
1: to.
0: <laughs> You'd hope so. You'd really hope so.
1: <laughs> you think they would want to establish the run this week. Mm-hmm. But get some identity. Yeah.
0: There's going to be no defense in that game, man. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a bit. Um, the Niners, they're they're good.
1: They are, right? Like we can say that? Yeah, they seem good. I they seem good.
0: I mean we we have we have nothing to say that they're not good. Right?
1: <laughs> right. They're 4-0. People are kind of questioning their first three wins. By week I don't know I feel like Cleveland had a pretty good head of steam coming into the game Niners just
0: yeah this up. this week again like at the Rams is gonna be really, really really telling just for the fact of like okay now they're playing a really good team in division on the road how do they perform but I think all indications say it's gonna be close we're seeing like we're, I mean they're good
1: yeah I think they it should be a close game. I mean Shani's offense looks like Shannon's offense now, yeah. which is I've been fucking waiting for for so long. like he's got Tevin Coleman and all these guys running all over the place. got you know, Britta moster. doesn't matter which one it is. they're all talented.
0: yeah, and one of the things we see from shanahan offense is is just efficient rushing mm-hmm. and
1: God, they're just fucking running all over everyone right now. It's great. defense looks great. Richard Sherman it's like it's still good
0: mm-hmm. yeah their, their defense is solid right now like or at least solid enough i mean it's, it's been really good so far so yeah i think d ford has been getting pressure too mm-hmm. i think that or, or, Sorry, sorry well same division wrong team i think that san Fran leads the league in uh, rushing yards i'm pretty sure i can pull it up but i know it's really? either Denver or baltimore <laughs> sorry I pull it nfl.com it says top trade fits for aj green <laughs> That's uh, funny, man. Bengals fans would be in shambles if A.J. Green left. I mean, just it would like, be a
1: bummer, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be a huge bummer.
0: I wouldn't blame them at all, though. <coughs> <laughs> would you want your career to be wasted there?
1: I mean, it already kind of has been. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I might just, you know, finish it out.
0: <laughs> Full Calvin retire. <Johnson's> retired. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so San Fran's at 200 rushing yards per game, and Baltimore's at 192. But it's also one more game or one more game for the Ravens. And then there's a big gap, and there's the Vikings at one sixty six, then big gap, Panthers at one forty three, so Wow. It's all just Desha- it's mm. all uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Huh. The uh Cowboys are leading the league in yards per game.
1: Mm. Hmm.
0: They got a lot last week when they were losing.
1: Well, yeah, didn't Dak get like four hundred something yards last week?
0: Yeah, he got he yeah, he put he potted on the yards last week, trying to come back, but he also piled on the picks. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Rip. Pile on the picks. Yep. So, and then while we're talking about just bad defense, along with Atlanta, Kansas City can't stop the run. That's hurting them. When whatsoever. Yeah, if the offense isn't, you know, elite, and that's a result of you know Mahomes' ankle being hurt and he's not as mobile. Like if the offense isn't able to like just fire back really quickly, and the other team can actually just run a bunch, then it's really a problem.
1: Yep. So. It's crazy because last week I was like, I feel like it's a Mac week because they're not good at stopping the run. And then we were like, well, the game script probably won't lend itself to Mac. But it ended up just kind of being exactly what they needed to win. Yeah. Was for Mac to be just like in control of the offense and running it and keeping Mahomes off the field. Yeah. And then also, yeah, I, I had no idea
0: that Mahomes' ankle it would resurface as an issue too. That played a part as well in the yeah. game script. For sure. But, but yeah, the run defense being bad is definitely a weakness that you know, is a problem. And it's then, interesting
1: against Houston this week, because it's not their strength.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it's just going to be a ton of passing both sides.
1: Carlos but, Hyde revenge game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but...
0: Oh gosh, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> classic. Uh, now I will get to another old running... or not, Carlos Hyde isn't that old, anyway. But... On, with they're a team like, that does like to run a bunch, Baltimore. So, they, yeah, they're yeah, they in the good and the bad. Right. They, <laughs> they won in his ugly game, and then Lamar didn't have a great game, but, you know, is it a blip? I'll, I'll pull some stuff back up, but I know one, at least one of the picks was definitely not his fault. One was, like, sort of his fault, and then one was his fault. Because right. there was one that was, like, a tip, one that was, like, kind of tight coverage, ended up getting popped up. It would normally would have probably been an incompletion, but it got, you know, popped up and grabbed. And that, well, that was his fault. Um, yeah, You would, you would have hope that against a weak Steelers defense, they could have you know been more secure with the win. But, you know,
1: Yeah, it, it was time. not a good win. Although the, they, did,
0: they pulled it out. The Steelers defense has been, um, like, deceptive this year. It's just they've not had enough offense to support it. But, like, they hung in there with the Seahawks and the 49ers, though. And then they dominated mm-hmm. the Bengals. Like, the Steelers defense has been rough, but they're, like, Really opportunistic. One of the things we like, you know, seen with some good teams before. But fortunately the Steelers don't have own, the other pieces. Around. It's been like patchy. Yeah, like they they get enough pressure. This is their like, they, their Steelers are getting a lot of pressure from. Like every time I'm watching, like they're getting the quarterback, and they're getting hits and sacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and they're causing turnovers. So that's going to keep them in any game.
1: And they have Devin Bush right? Yeah, he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they've got a lot of like young talent, and I think of his Patrick too. So
1: yeah, and then
0: they, they, you know, they're they're solid. It's like on defense, it's just they can't. keep, It's the offense is putting them in bad spots right now. So yeah, but oh wow. know, anyway, that being said, I mean a division road game at with some, with like a, some flukiness to it. Um, I mean Lamar didn't like look super great. But I'm not terribly worried about him or the team right now, I'm going to say. And I, I think the Bengals are a nice get-right spot this week, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, some people, I think, are overreacting to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, yeah, like,
0: it, it's it's not going to be every week, you know, Dolphins, Cardinals, destroying, you know, kind of thing. But Right. Yeah.
1: they the worst defenses, like, in the league.
0: Yeah. the and So, November 3rd, they play the Patriots at home. That's going to be really interesting to see. Because yeah. the Patriots defense has been nuts. Like, that would be one of those games where, like, if there is going to be one game where you would sit Lamar, that could be it just because of how nuts the Patriots defense has been. I'd hope he plays up. <sighs> oh, dude, I would love that to take down the Death Star, as, as I've heard said. But <laughs> Yeah. But... Yeah, anyway. But even with how they kind of, you know, were underwhelming last week against... Uh, Rudolph and Hodges, which the Ravens defense has also been bad. we can yeah, we on that can second, say but, that. but yeah I think I think this is a really good bounce back spot for Lamar this week, because the Bengals have no defense to speak of, uh, yeah, I don't think they actually have one like Lamar's gonna have plenty of time <laughs> he's gonna be able to run like if they're we've we haven't seen just like the like we've seen some like you know great stuff from him, but we haven't seen that just like sixty yard touchdown run from him, and the Bengals would totally be the team to let that happen. But we're kind of getting into our prediction stuff. But, um, anyway. Yeah, the Baltimore defense has been really bad, too. seems bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is what else has been bad? Tell me about some other
1: bad stuff that you saw this week. <laughs> Chargers going charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this like co- we called this fucking trap game without actually calling it. Ugh. <laughs> The Chargers always find a way to fuck up and play down. Like what? I, like I don't. E- I didn't even watch the highlights. Were there any?
0: Um, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: Cortland Sutton had a big old touchdown, and then
0: yeah, Cortland Sutton solid. No, it's funny because we were we were all chatting as the group. I think yeah, in the Discord, and um, the Broncos got up early, and I was like, I I had said it's gonna be funny when the Broncos, um. Like don't score anything else the rest of the game and they got three points the whole rest of the game. It's like, okay, their game-scripted stuff, their scripted stuff work, and then it just fell apart when, you know, um, Joe Flacco had to, you know, think about winning. Improvise. Yeah, improvise anything.
1: (laughs) Improvise, adapt, overcome. Elite. Elite. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man.
0: And then, some guys who, um, we're really solid this week. McCaffrey, Fuller, Aaron Jones just popped off this week. And McCaffrey's kind of an every week thing at this point. <laughs> he's by far the number one fantasy asset right now. Like, like running back especially, like, if you if you had the top pick, McCaffrey was the answer. And I know I said this, I think I said this after week one too, like, he's, you know, he's the guy that you wanted. And if you have him, you're happy. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: just doing everything. Mm-hmm. You think he could win MVP?
0: On it, like, he, I mean, who is it right now? So it's going to be Mahomes, Russ, McCaffrey. Those are, I guess, three of the guys that you know, on the top of my list right now.
1: If Watson keeps playing like this, Watson could be in it.
0: Mm -hmm. That'd
1: be awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I, I doubt a defensive player would win it.
1: No, it's mostly a, like a QB award. Yeah, and occasionally like a running back or a
0: receiver. But exactly. Yeah, right now it's like probably Mahomes. Oh my gosh, dude, Mahomes is like 200 yards ahead of Matt Ryan in passing yards. It's just crazy. Jesus. But <laughs> it's wild. But, Yeah, Russ. Russ has just been insane. And then so is Dude,
1: Russ has been insane. That touchdown throw to Lockett.
0: Yeah, was
1: <laughs> absurd.
0: It was wild, dude. It was. <laughs> It's so all those things where you're like, shit, like that, their connection is just otherworldly. Oh my God. So, yeah, McCaffrey's next level, and then, or were we, anyway, so Fuller and Aaron Jones both popped off, um, those are guys who are, you know, you're not going to get it from every week. Aaron Jones did get four touchdowns, that's not going to happen every week. Yeah. Still a good week regardless, like, you still got a lot of yards, so... That's one of the things where it's like, okay, like, even though he got four fucking touchdowns, you know, it obviously won't happen. To me. That, I don't, that may never happen again for him. It's a good. I would bet against
1: it, it ever happening again for him. It's pretty likely it does not happen yeah. again.
0: But he still got, like, 107 rushing yards and 75 receiving yards. So, like, it was still a good day without any touchdowns.
1: Oh, yeah. When he put up like, 45 points, it was gross.
0: Yeah, it was it was bonkers. Like, it, there, was, there were a lot of good fantasy days last week. But as far as you know, Fuller and Aaron Jones, you kind of talked about it briefly. What are you like taking away from
1: it? Like how are you looking at these guys going forward? Man, Fuller's just going to be a total boomer bust every week. You never know. He got lucky this week that I had him in.
0: Mm-hmm. When when Stills is out, that I admit, that helps him a lot because I was looking at something or I was into something about like deep targets or like fifteen plus yard targets, and I think Fuller had gotten like nine the first few week the first four weeks and then still's got cut in like five and then this last game alone, Fuller got four. So right. when he's the only, you know, when he's that deep threat guy and still isn't there to you know take it from him. There's I mean, just a lot more opportunity for him to you know, have those wild games.
1: That was so good.
0: Yeah. And it was it was eventually going to happen. Like
1: the cut? <laughs> He did. Oh, gosh. On true font when he turned up the sideline to catch that touchdown. It was absolutely disgusting. I was like, oh, be careful, don't tear your knee.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was Buck Wild. <laughs> was I just was just gone. like, oh, oh man, I'm glad has ACL still attack. <laughs>
1: Thank God. Bless the knees. But yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if Fuller, 40 point week. You're like, oh, they're playing Kansas City next week. Their defense sucks. And he puts up zero. It would not shock me if Fuller got zero points next week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I guess Kansas City doing like a juiciest matchup. That would just be exactly. Because like it could just be in those weeks where Hopkins does everything and Fuller is kind of left behind. Right. So
1: like last week, that was sort of the thing. They all went to double team Hopkins, which was like, all right. No. Or gets a one-on-one
0: question: Is Kansas City capable of double-teaming Hopkins? <laughs> like, would it matter?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Gosh, but or would it matter? Yeah, what would it matter? Is the biggest thing, but anyway. So yeah, those guys moving forward. I think. I mean, obviously, you could take the opportunity to sell high on them, but I, I don't know if you need to per se. Like with Aaron Jones, I think mean, if you can sell high. It might be a smart idea if you have the if you have the opportunity to like you might not have enough running backs to do so, but I'm sure right. someone someone will come over paying, But if not, you know, just just enjoy having on your team. There you go. There you go. See any other bad things? Um, your your jets, and then um, something kind of funny about your jets.
1: <laughs> oh well, yeah. So the jets allowed ten sacks by the Eagles,
0: mm. which I
1: did not realize till post game. the fucking ten. <laughs> How do you allow 10 sacks? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've seen double. Di- like, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's
0: Who was it? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to remember what. Was there a Falcons-Cowboys game where someone sacked Dak like five times? Yeah, there was
1: one guy that sacked him like six times during yeah. Or something. Yeah, because
0: there's that one like backup lineman in who was just awful, and they just took him out.
1: Chaz Green. There
0: it was, Chaz. That was it.
1: Chaz Green, the turnstile himself. Yeah,
0: he was just getting demolished. Oh gosh, well, that was nuts.
1: Our entire team was a bunch of Chaz Greens.
0: <laughs> a bunch of Chaz's in there, but <laughs> allowing this...
1: ten sacks because the Eagles' pass rush is good, but they shouldn't. They still shouldn't get ten sacks, you know. Uh, which is hilarious because Luke Falk still had a better day than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go on this huge rant about gays and just flip out about how like awful the offense is. And then Baker had a worse day, and I was like, you know, it's just football, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was rough sledding for the Browns. I That's another thing. I guess you talk about them. I don't don't know what to make of the Browns. Their offensive line is not good, and that's making them so inconsistent. Yeah. If they face a pass rush, we're screwed. And then, last thing, (laughs) Dallas is... (laughs) I'll let you read
1: this because you typed it. (laughs) Dallas continues to show that they're fully capable of being the better team on the field as long as there isn't a good team on the field. (laughs) (laughs) They're not, like... They're, I feel like fundamentally they're solid in a lot of ways. They just – when they play against a real team, they can't keep up. Exactly. Like a real team being like an actual contending team. It's like they'll probably be fine against the Jets this week, but you put them against Seattle or New Orleans or someone and all of a sudden everything sort of falls apart. And it all comes, yep. I think, down to coaching. Jason Kerr is a bad coach. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and ownership probably meddling some too, I would guess. Right. They're, I mean, Jera's not going to fire Jason Garrett. Yeah. and We're I'm just sure... going to clap for him.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry, Jason Garrett getting flagged for throwing his challenge flag too hard. I'm sure he cuffs the guy out too, but that was hilarious. That was so dumb. One, you shouldn't get flagged for that. And two, yeah. it was just so random, especially from Jason Garrett, too. <laughs> it's made bit hilarious. But
1: he's like such a passive individual. He's all fired up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and like his decision to I don't know if it was right or wrong. I but when he went for a field goal and they were down like 24 nothing, I'm like, really? You're going to do that here now, right now? All right. <laughs> Cuz like later on they're like they're down like 10 and it's like, man, if you would have just, you know, <laughs> there's a point like later in the game they're trying to come back where like if that had been, you know, a touchdown, which you, you can't say it would have been, but it could have been. Could have been. So Yeah. Yeah. But, but they they put up a good effort coming back and then deck through that pick and then it was like all you know, it was done at that point. But it was for not the backers
1: seem to be doing this trend of just blowing teams out early and then like sitting back and letting them come back a lot. Yes.
0: And that that's that's been like that even happened with McCarthy too though, like <laughs> blowing leads. I remember there was one really bad on the blow, I can't remember who it was against, but they have a tendency. They Seahawks. I think so. Yeah. That that was it. Yeah. Like it was like other like know if there's like twenty four something because they s- scored like were three by like more
1: seventeen points. with two minutes left or like something like ten with two minutes left.
0: It, it was something dumb where they choked hard. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Um, I don't. I didn't mark down any of our big hits or misses. I think only big one of the big hits was, was was the Jacobs call. That was the main big hit out for for me. That I felt happy about, it's because yeah, I feel like
1: we had a couple pretty good ones. Um, yeah. Let me look at the week five.
0: Yeah, because the Jacobs one I hadn't heard like anywhere, so that's why I was like, all right, uh, the confidence in that. You know, I don't know if it was a gut call, but it was you know a, a Chase Daniels led Bears team in
1: London, like right. I uh, we said Lockett was going to be good. Godwin, I was high on Mac. Um, see,
0: um, who did I miss on? Who were some misses? Just the like Gordon, like, no, nothing there. Curtis Samuel didn't get anything going. Like, Julio and Zeke didn't have their big weeks.
1: Did Auden Tate end up doing something at the end?
0: I think he caught a touchdown, I'm pretty yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, Edelman was great.
0: Mm. Yeah, was Edelman was great. Yeah, I definitely missed on, like, the Julio and Zeke weeks. That was unfortunate. Um, yeah.
1: Duke had his best game yet. It still wasn't a good game.
0: Yeah, Kiki and Duke were, like, you know, the usable streams if he were in danger. Mm-hmm. Joho was passable.
1: How did Joho actually do? I, I remember I said I was down on Wentz, and that was a good prediction. The Jets' defense is still good.
0: Yeah, I think I think Joho got, like, 60 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, okay. So, so enough, jet. obviously, yeah. Yeah, like, serviceable. About what you'd expect from Jordan Howard, I'd say. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, pretty typical Jordan <laughs> Howard day. Is <laughs> anything else that was like a bad whiff we had? Um... Uh, Boyd was good. Oh yeah, Boyd was good. I mean, we said there were well, literally the four healthy skill guys. Um, see, I Eifert, did not pan out. That was a bummer. No. Cooks, did Cooks get hurt though? I might have missed him. When I was talking about injuries. In fairness, with Cooks. Oops, that did not search. Yeah, because he because Cooks is questionable. Um, oh, he got concussed. That's right. So he he had a con- he took a concussion, you know, to the head, brain injury, as you would put it, uh, during the game, so that you know hurt his outlook. And he's questionable for this week as well down to add into our injury stuff. But let's see, I'm trying to look through this stuff. Uh, ToI didn't have a great game.
1: He ended up playing, really. Hmm. Like I know he played, but was he playing?
0: Um, I, I don't. They didn't pass it. Like, I didn't see him get the ball enough to know, honestly.
1: He could have been more of a decoy. Yeah, I mean,
0: he still put up some stats, so I think he was, but just the game didn't Yeah, they were to the there.
1: game script was Mac.
0: Yeah, so that's the last thing I'd have a day. He only got four for 37, so not really a hit there either. But, yeah, I mean, our, a lot of our, like, one, we ended up calling out of the games, right? So, like, on weeks where we go, like, you know, 10-plus of the game spit correctly, that's going to help our predictions on the player just because a lot of the right. predictions are based off game script, so.
1: so Yeah, we did pretty well last week.
0: Yeah, that was that was mostly solid. Um, you were 12-3 and three on your picks. Yeah, I mean, you were 11-4, and four and that was, you know, it could have been the same if you ended up, like, officially switching your Buffalo call to Buffalo once Jalen was in. Right. So. so,
1: it was right there. Overall, we're 48-28-1, and 46-30-1. And I think that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, last week helped a lot. <laughs> it was a big yeah. booty. There were some, I don't know if it's easy calls, but like, a uh, games weren't like, I don't know. Because like, going into it, I'm like, these games suck. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's when you know, like, it might be easier to predict, I guess, if you think they're going to like, suck, per se. Um, so before we get into our stuff for this week, um, just a couple things on some trends we've been noticing throughout the year. We've got to talk about some... some funnel defenses, which I guess it can be a run funnel, which means they, you know, stop the pass well and you can run on them, or they're just trash or stopping the run, so we'll start there, so Miami Cincinnati, they're just kind of trash or stopping the run, and then Detroit, Green Bay, Dallas, Denver, and, uh, like, Baltimore kind of falls in the funnel, but also, like, it being trash or stopping the run is kind of funny, they're, like, their, their stats are kind of weird and sort of skewed by that big chub week. But their defense isn't great, so but but Detroit, right. Green Bay, Dallas, and Denver are teams with like solid enough pass defenses and then it's that and then along with either below average run defenses or just being hard to pass on combo. they those are the four real run funnels. is Detroit, Green Bay, Dallas, Denver that I'm noticing as far as like teams that it's you benefit from running on as well. And I think Carolina falls in there too, I'm I forgot to add them in.
1: Yeah, for sure, because it's like their secondary is pretty good, so you need to run.
0: Which mm-hmm. I can pull it back. Up. I think Carolina's like one of the teams where like the run defense is still like good enough that I didn't feel comfortable calling them a funnel. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, their defense, their run defense was like fine enough that they didn't really fall under funnel. They're just good.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I just added Kansas City to this, these front two of Miami and Cincy, which are more uh, like yeah, yeah. they're just bad against the run.
0: Yeah, you know, Kansas City is also struggling a lot for sure. Um, that might be I can pull back up. I'll have to I'll have to go. Oh, I should have done some before the show. I should have put in um the yardage stuff updated for this because um cause sometimes the touchdown skewed a bit too. But yeah, Kansas City's getting just gashed on the ground yardage wise. And then uh, pass funnels, so teams that can stop the run well but don't stop the pass or just trash topping the pass. So we've got Tampa Bay. Um, that's that's the most obvious funnel we've got right now. So yeah, great they they have a the they actually have a good run defense and then an awful pass defense. So this is like primary funnel, and then teams that are just kind of bad at it are Atlanta, Miami, Washington, um, Houston's kind of in between there, and then um, I'm gonna say Arizona is just trash and they're just getting run on a bunch.
1: <laughs> sorry, get Arizona's past them just zero. trash.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like you could run on them too, or pass on them. There's, there's probably just easier to pass on. You can probably do either you want to. And um, but yeah, you can have whatever you like. Yeah, Houston's somewhere kind of in between as far as like being bad and being uh, a a pass funnel. I'm not kind of sure. I think it's part of it's because their offense makes you pass more, and then, but Philly is also like a big um pass funnel. they they have a good run defense. We've known that. And then actually Oakland has been um, solid enough against the run to like merit, like kind of sort and sort of consider them a run funnel. Interesting. Or sorry. I passed on to me because they've been getting hurt in the air and they've been oh pretty solid against the run as far as their production allowed goes. So huh. not are so kind
1: of more in that, like Tampa Bay Philly sort of.
0: Yeah. Not, not as drastic as Tampa and Philly, right. but they're so like, they're starting to kind of creep in there a bit to a point where like, you know, after a couple more data points, we'll, we can kind of start to see the trend, maybe materialize or be noise. So plus that, that was, that was the most, like, a lot of things we thought these things were kind of new, like we'd already been talking about, but hadn't really put to numbers, but the Oakland one was the only like surprise I saw. So that was kind of, I, I always love when I go to do something and um, I'm like surprised
1: by it. Yeah. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Dallas, I didn't it took me until I think last week to kind of pick up on the way their defense was sort of funneling things mm-hmm. but the Aaron Jones thing definitely sort of solidified that
0: <laughs> yeah and then for what Oakland I, I, see, let me see how they did this last week because pulling back up my week four data Oakland did have a decent difference from um, fantasy points to yards allowed but let me see how they do it because I think they would doing okay against the receiving part two and that was a yeah, they've they've been holding their receiving in check enough for running backs to kinda of help it out too. And then this last week, um I don't know if I want to count Tariq Cohen as running back points even, but they held David Montgomery in check pretty well and the Bears run game got forty two yards on seventeen carries and so That's awful. Yeah, they were held in check, uh majorly. Majorly. Major.
1: <laughs> this David Montgomery guy can't run the ball at all. <laughs> is <laughs> all sixes and sevens down there.
0: So <laughs> as yeah, I, as you as you started talking and using your accent, I was like, oh yeah, they were in London.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oi, ref, where's the red card? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So yeah, like when Oakland's when Oakland's able to kind of keep it close, their run defense has been you know good enough to notice at least, and then i yeah, I, I, I did not think if if going into the season you told me Oakland is gonna have a, like gonna be better than Atlanta like record wise i have been like nah <laughs> nah lo and joking. behold yep because I thought Atlanta was gonna be good but anyway um, I did too yeah it's just just rough to see an injury I mean injuries happen a lot they've got a lot of injuries on both sides <laughs> killed me <laughs> anyway um, last thing so some buy I don't know if I would say buy low guys but buy like buy while you can. So this is a buy low. Is on the Jets. Um, They're done with their buy. Uh, Darnold's back, and then the schedule.
1: Yeah, it gets so much easier after like week eight or something.
0: Yeah. Let me pull it up. But I think it's like after. Oh, I I pulled up Miami. a team. Clearly, they're on team. (laughs) Couldn't tell by the record, but if they're on team, (laughs) right. (laughs) So, um, they so they have the Cowboys and the Patriots, which is kind of rougher. Then they get the Jacks, whose defense has not been that great. Then they get the Dolphins, Giants, Washington, Raiders, uh, Bengals, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers to finish off the fantasy season. So yeah. it's a pretty like favorable schedule overall. So Big stretch. Yes. like Le'Veon Bell, someone who, if you can buy low on him right now, I would totally go try to buy, like, especially in the PPR. Lead. Like If you can get Bell for a fair price, I would say do it. There's Um, a lot of bad run D's in that list. Yeah, and then I would try to grab Robbie if you can for pretty cheap because like someone may have even fucking dropped him. I don't know, and someone's probably tired of you know waiting. So waiting for him to have a quarterback again. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) yeah, so I would go in for those two, and then uh, Josh Jacobs, the owner of like you know whoever whoever has him in your league may not want to part with him after having a big game, but they're on a buy, so they may be you know if, if they need a win they might be able to be like okay I'll. You know, go for it. So this might be one of your last chances to buy Jacobs because the line's playing better, the team's playing better, um, and once Gabe Jackson comes back, the line is going to be just elite. So I would say buy Jacobs all you can. Elite. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Cortland Sutton and DJ Moore. Um, Courtland Sutton's been balling out, and whoever has him may not really be paying attention and be worried about it being Joe Flacco, but he has been really freaking good, and oh, he's yeah. been and the peripherals have been there as far as like you know target share and everything and then dj Moore, um he's someone because because as we get closer to cam returning cam likes dj Moore a lot like we've, we've seen um kyle allen spread it out a more and sort of favor um samuel samuel yeah. but we know cam like favors dj Moore. that's something we've kind of seen so that's the one i want to buy low on and he's also really good we kind of saw some flashes of it last week he's he's really talented so if you he starts getting more targets, then that's worth noting. And then um, a couple studs, I think Camara and Hopkins. Your your buy window is probably like this is this is your buy window. Do it now while you can, because I think they both kind of underperformed a little bit for what they've been hoping for. And with Camara, we've seen we've seen um, McCaffrey be so far the number one guy. Whoever has Camara be may kind of like have the mindset of okay, this guy is in the slight tier below him, so you might be able to get Camara. You know, if you could package, I don't know who you'd be able to put with him. I don't know. I'm trying to think I could do it. Maybe like Aaron Jones and a good receiver for someone who's had some injuries for, for Kamara. I don't, I don't know how you're going to get Kamara, but you might be able to give him a discount right now but he's been kind of underperforming, I'd say. And then um, DeAndre Hopkins, same thing. He hasn't really quite had that huge game yet. Like since week one, yeah, I don't think he's gotten a touchdown. So might be your time to buy now. And then Kyler Murray, um, going into the year... Um, one of the things that was a knock on him was his early season schedule looked tough, but then like as the year went on, it was going to be kind of easier. And that's harder It's hard to predict that, you know, fully with the NFL going into the year, but you can kind of take some guesses.
1: Right. That's yeah, you heard. don't know how all the defenses are going to shake out, but you yeah, can make but some educated guesses. He
0: yeah. just got the Bengals, that went well. Then he gets the Falcons, Giants. You got Saints, Niners, Bucks, Niners, Rams. So like, there's some tough ones in there, but like.
1: Yeah, there's some easy ones too though. Yeah,
0: there's enough easy ones that were like or it's not just it's not brutal. It's not like super tough a lot of points. So and also he's a rookie. Like it's gonna start to get easier for him. So I think this is one of those scenarios where um in a super flex or even a single league, maybe you can kinda of snag him up and if you're hurting a quarterback, I think this might be a time to snag him. Um are there any of these, any of these that you feel really strongly about or disagree with by chance?
1: I definitely expect like a like a positive change here for Hopkins in the next coming weeks. I mean, this is Kansas City too, so this could even be the blow up week. Even mm-hmm. like he still had 7 receptions last week, I think. Yeah. I'm like considering trying to get him in Delta Sig. <laughs> then I have him and Fuller.
0: Yeah. That was, that'd be nuts. <laughs> Got wide with
1: receivers, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. banking on having Herndon.
0: I was going to so- get Hopkins, but <laughs> Jolly blew it up. <laughs> I hope you hear this. And you say like, what you're saying. Yeah, you had Herndon and he got hurt.
1: Yeah, I was banking on having Herndon because I have like Hunter Henry and Herndon and Disley. So, like, I've got tight ends as long like with Kittle. So, I was thinking about trying to move one of them. Disley's like the number five tight end right now.
0: So, yeah, like, he's a good match for Russell Wilson because he's really good up the seam. And that's one of like, Russell Wilson's best throws.
1: Yeah, and he's like good for 10 points every week. It's crazy not have expected it
0: yeah <laughs> well obviously so yeah and then Kamara he had that huge game I think it was like three but he hasn't had any touchdowns outside of that game which is wild so that's a you know oddity I'd say at this point based on his total yardage and then same with Hopkins kind of thing with his, his touchdowns not being there Oof. so yeah some just some you know some action points based on what we've kind of noticed
1: oh and I definitely like DJ Moore I was going to say that too like with Cam coming back mm-hmm. I've got him in my homer league and I'm just just waiting
0: just yeah waiting I'm excited because I've got him in a got him a dynasty I'm just like ready for him to come back and be like oh yeah here, here we go am it's time once again. <laughs> the time is now <laughs> can't see me my
1: time is now John Cena <laughs>
0: gonna be gronk coming in for uh <laughs> into the booth <laughs> oh, the yeah. time is now smash smash carolina at tampa nine thirty in london um luckily uh there's no crazy injury news what you're waiting on for this game so you can you know confidently just kind of get that ready and then address everything else at one and honestly that's it'll help you like if anything, like make different, like make better decisions for the rest of your week. Because, like, say you know you have someone, yeah. Say you have someone over or underperform, you can kind of gauge it that way too. Like right. that way, you need to know, like, okay, should I start this guy as more upside or not? But exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you if you do have someone, you might have Christian McCaffrey, and you're good.
1: Right, exactly. Like, oh, I got forty points, so I can pick whoever the hell I want now for my other team. So
0: yeah. Which, didn't they already play in Week 2, right?
1: Tampa and Carolina? Yeah. Pretty sure they did. Maybe. Sounds, uh... Yeah, they did Week 2.
0: Yeah, that's weird to have them so close together. So yeah, Tampa was... That was his, like, um... What was I going to say? Like, down game. But I don't think it's going to be that bad this week. I don't don't see him having, like, a 10 fantasy point day. It may only be 20, but I don't think you should sit McCaffrey just based on the Week 2 matchup.
1: But, I mean, I don't know. No, I mean, Tampa won the first game, so, like, I expect Carolina to win this one.
0: Yeah, for sure. At least I don't sit McCaffrey. I think it'll be fine. Um, I do like um, the Carolina defense this week. I know... um, because the week, the week two matchup was was low scoring and ugly. It was a Thursday night game. That was Tampa only scored twenty that week and Jameson you know do a whole lot. Um, this one's in London, so not you know not a home game for either team, obviously. Right. But we saw Carolina you know stifle um, Winston some, sack him a couple times, avoided any picks. But that was also with a you know like just dead Cam Newton. So having like yeah. a. Uh, I think, you know, the Kyle Allen we have right now is probably, you know, better for the offense than a dead Cam Newton. Like, obviously Cam Newton's better, but he couldn't do a thing. So, anyway, um, I do like the Carolina defense this week. And by proxy, I don't I don't like James at all. He's like, he's my mash of the week, I, I'm going to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, that m- kind of makes sense and falls in line with some of the things we know about Carolina.
0: <laughs> yeah, and their defense is so
1: good. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Jameis had a terrible game. Yeah, like, and just
0: like, awful. Do you think Jameis is comfortable in London? Like, I highly doubt it.
1: Oh, dude, no way.
0: Like, his accent is so different. It's, like, so, it's the opposite of, like, the accents you would hear in London,
1: right? That's probably a good way of putting it. Like, it's the opposite. Because, like, when you go um to London, there are posters for, like, America like tourist things and they'll say like travel to a place where your accent is an aphrodisiac and that's like what it'll say on the sign because they know that Americans love British accents I imagine when like Jameis shows up in London they're like oh my god this is the antithesis of that (laughs) (laughs) it's a (laughs) de-aphrodisiac
0: Yeah, that, was it? Isn't it like oysters are an aphrodisiac? Meanwhile, James yeah. is all about the crab legs.
1: Yes, d he wants crabs. They need oysters. It's just yeah, it's not working.
0: Yeah, and then and, he's al- yeah. <laughs> and then he's always Yeah, and he's always wanting those W's.
1: Always wanting those
0: Ws. He just he just fucking noms on those things, man. He can't get enough of them. Just like literally, can't them. get enough W's for the playoffs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, not huge on the bucks this yeah. week because um, they have to rely on the run which is
0: not rojo. ideal yeah i guess rojo but even then, like i said carolina is just a good defense they're not even like a run funnel
1: yeah
0: yeah this was just an ugly game because payton barber was their guy um week two in the matchup happened so i'm curious how they adjust and it was a chris godwin week and not a mike evans week but
1: i usually like samuel against tampa
0: yeah. So yeah, who who are you on? Because I'm like I'm thinking either one of or Moore or Samuel should be fine because this Tampa pass defense has been bad. So who are you on?
1: I'm kind of looking at it right now to see. Yeah. I guess I'd probably be more on Samuel. Like the first game, Moore got all the receptions, but Samuel got more of the yardage yeah, with less and,
0: receptions. Yeah. That that game was also with Cam. So
1: I, I don't know if it's right. too relevant. So the way I'm looking at because, like... I mean, I think Kyle Allen likes Samuel.
0: Mm-hmm. The, that was what I was torn on, is because, like, he, he's been getting, like, the air yard, <laughs> targets more for Samuel, but DJ Moore is going to get uh, more of more Hargraves, who's not good. So that's one of the things, like, he's got, like, a better corner matchup. I mean, it, it's going to be good either way, but most of his routes are going to be against Hargraves, who is pretty not good, so... Yeah. And I think last week... Uh, DJ Moore was, was the leading receiver of the two.
1: And, like, we we think Moore's stock is going to rise, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, Moore got eight targets, and then Samuel got six targets. But he also got two rushes, so it was pretty even last week as far as opportunities. But Moore did more with them. Huh. So, yeah, I think either is probably a fine,
1: like, flex option. Right. Mm-hmm. But... Eventually, I think more we can move up, but we're just want, uh, maybe a game away.
0: We're a cam away, yeah. We're we're, we're a cam away. We're a Newton away. <laughs> One Newton away. Yes. Um. Indeed. Yeah. Next up, we have uh, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is a pretty heavy favorite here. I'm pretty on Baltimore. It's you know. Should be a nice Lamar bounce back game because spot for Ingram against a team that can't stop the run. Good spot for a defense against the Bengals.
1: Okay, <laughs> like, yeah, how, it's not so much just being on Baltimore. How can you be on the Bengals?
0: Yeah, the still the zero and five Bengals, which <coughs> is that technically? I got me pull it up because I know some of the some of the winless teams have had buys, so I think that might actually be the worst record in the league, unless. Has Washington had a buy or no? Mm-mm. Oh no, they did, right? They they in the Washington? Did they or no? I Forget, I thought they had a buy last week. Maybe I'm way off. I base. thought
1: last week was the first week for. Oh wait, no, two weeks ago was, right? Week four.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Washington does not have a buy. My bad. My bad. I was thinking, I got I got confused with Miami. You know, <laughs> I feel like reasonable. So Cincinnati and Washington technically have the two worst records because they're both 0 five. Yeah. So. Ah. I think Cincinnati falls to 0 six. And then we'll see what happening. I watching. agree, but um,
1: but Dalton could have a decent day, right?
0: Yeah, it's Dalton. Yeah, I, I would put him in stream category. I think he goes, so. He's not in prime time. Which he's not <laughs> in
1: prime time. It is a division rival, mm-hmm. and the Baltimore secondary is not. Really
0: yeah, great. I think it's one. Of the, I think he could get enough garbage time, which is mostly how it's going to be. But also, I I like Boyd this week. He's like the only guy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can't even say like Mixon. I they are just not using him. Yeah, he, it's so frustrating.
0: Cause one drive, just Mixon got like fifty, sixty yards, and they are like, all right, perfect, yeah. let's go with Mixon time. Then it just didn't like what? it
1: didn't run him again. They just used him in the worst ways.
0: It was like, were the were they like, were they like, oh shit, we're gonna win? Let's stop. Like, ah, I,
1: like, uh, I mean, Baltimore's run D isn't very good either.
0: I mean, it, it's a sort of skewed by the Nick Chubb game, but true. I can't remember. Are they, cause they were missing one of their defensive tackles. I know we briefly brought that up and I'm not sure if he's back or not. So that's, that's a worth noting too. Yeah, actually I, I want to look that up. Yeah. But see if he's back, but yeah, I like Boyd this week, a good amount just because we saw him as pretty much the only guy last week against what, well, who was it? Who were they playing last week? Um, Oh yeah, the cardinals is right. Um, he was solid there. So I'm I'm confident that against, you know, another what has been a pretty rough pass defense in the Ravens will at least allow Boyd to get his. I think he got like fourteen targets last week. So when you're getting when you're getting double digit targets, like while well, you're just getting that many looks, it's something's gonna happen with it. And Boyd's Boy's good enough that he'll make something happen with the targets for sure.
1: Yeah. I actually think his production might go up when AJ Green returns. Yeah, just to
0: have a second viable guy there because On Tate is, like, he's he's been fine, but he's not anyone like he's not enough to draw big coverage. So, right.
1: Also, I think Jimmy Smith might be out. Yeah, I he's not he, playing. Dude, that defense has
0: been trash without him.
1: Yeah, he's not playing this week. They already ruled him out. Yeah. It's, now, as far as their line, it looks healthy. Their D line.
0: Okay, I can't remember who it was that was out briefly. Was it Pierce? Was it Michael Pierce? I don't remember. I don't think so. But they were, miss- that was- they were missing someone the Chubb week. Yeah. So it was like the very direct, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> was it? No, Tony Jefferson's their defensive back. He was now gone, which hurts as well. Yeah, also gone. Missing more people on defense. That's not good, but... Yeah, so I, yeah, Baltimore. I assume is gonna win, but there might be enough garbage time for Dalton and Boyd to get some stuff going.
1: Oh, was it Brandon? It was Brandon Williams. That was it. Yep. Yeah, he
0: was out. Let's check on him. I don't see anything. I think he, he might have been back last week. I don't yeah, he's there. active. So good stuff. And then I think that's all, that's all we got for that game, right? Yeah, probably all we need to spend on that. <laughs> yep. Um, next game. This one will be a good, one, I think. Cleveland hosting Seattle. Yeah. Um I'm unsure right now see so you've got Seattle.
1: I I do, but it's one of those that I'm unsure of. There are several of these that I am not a hundred percent on. Um yeah. which Cleveland are we gonna see? Exactly. <laughs>
0: I think right now I lean Seattle, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm gonna wait for more kind of throughout the week to see if anything tips me off one way or the other, but
1: I'm leaning Seattle on, like, sort of the intangibles. That is, I think B. Carroll's a better coach than Freddie Kitchens. And, like, I think altogether, Seattle's a better team. But then you have your other things, like, this is in Cleveland, and Cleveland just got embarrassed and wants to have a bounce back. And Seattle just got lucky <laughs> as fuck that Zwerlin missed the first kick he's ever missed.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That was a 40 yarder.
0: Yeah. So, B., what we do have is, um, The Browns going up and down. So they lose, win, lose, win, lose. So they clearly have to win this week, right? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Because then they get the Patriots where they're going to lose and they're going to beat the Broncos and lose to the Bills and beat the Steelers. Uh, They're going to beat the Dolphins, though. Fuck, it's going to get thrown off somehow. So,
1: Or will they?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But anyway, um, no, Seattle, like, I think I think this will be a close game. I'm I feel confident in seeing that, and the spread agrees with me, because Cleveland was a two and a half point favorite. Now Seattle's a one and a half point favorite. So like, there's not a clear obvious choice here by any means.
1: But yeah, and I'm not set on mine. So mine is like evenly split at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yeah. Gosh, gotcha, but bet. Uh, that... Like I have to think on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that being said, who who are you on this game? Um, like, what you know, elements of each team are you looking at?
1: Okay. Well, so you have him in here, but he was one I did want to mention was Tyler Lockett. This mm-hmm. week should have a pretty good matchup in the secondary.
0: Yeah, because um, last week Cleveland secondary was pretty decimated. I'm, I'll check on how their health is this week, but keep keep going.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's just like of all the receivers that <laughs> I think Russell Wilson will be targeting, like. I definitely still think Lockett gets his. I can't remember if he's been doing some slot work, but yeah, I do. he,
0: he does a lot, a lot in the slot.
1: Yeah, like the Browns, I think, are susceptible to slot receivers from what I've watched,
0: mm-hmm. which they, is they, why I
1: was high on Debo last week. They just didn't need to use him whatsoever.
0: Yeah, because they mostly put, I believe, like they they put DK and and David Moore on the outside, and try to let Lockett get in the slot. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, they move around some, but that's you know they most common, you know, alignment there, but, which I think bodes well for him. Yeah, because anyway, so yeah, greedy and then Ward were both out, out last week. I'm pretty sure, and they're correct questionable for this week.
1: I don't know if there's anyone that can match up with DK physically. Either yes,
0: that was a lot of what my thought was on DK. I've almost said it was a stream here, but I like him a lot this week too. Like
1: I don't, there's no one on that secondary that can get up. Where he can get up. Yeah,
0: I, it's one of those things where I like the matchups a lot for both of these receivers, and so that makes me kind of worried, like how it's like going to fare for Cleveland, just because I, at this, it's just set up well for Seattle to succeed here.
1: Yeah, I think the other thing is just like the Browns' offense is definitely going to be better this week. Yeah.
0: You'd, I mean, you'd hope, you'd hope it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be better than last week's. Yeah. It has to be. They're, they're at home. I think, like, as much shit as we can shit on Baker, I like to think that he probably has a good moxie for getting himself back on his feet mm-hmm. after a bad loss and motivating himself and the team.
0: Yeah, and, like, the the Seahawks' defense has been nothing special at all. It's been pretty, you know, lackluster this season. Um, right. Because they've... Allowed 20 to the Bengals, 26 to the Steelers, 27, sorry, sorry, wrong, wrong order. They allowed 33 to the Saints, uh, held the Cardinals to 10, um, and then Rams got 29, could have been 32. <laughs> um, yeah, should have been. And the Cardinals, one of the things with them was, the well, I guess, you know, obviously just a bad team, but also a really bad offensive line. Um, true, true. They did sack Kyler four times. And that kind of yeah. worries me about yeah, because the o
1: line is not great.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that's really got me like unsure on this game. Is like, what like <laughs> do they do enough to like mitigate that? Because as of now, they haven't. They did against
1: Baltimore, but that was it. So it's like, are they is um is Zicky Enz playing like alongside Clowney? Is that like working? a good question that I don't
0: really fully know the answer to to be honest I'm gonna look I mean they're I mean they are playing together I don't know how much they're playing like simultaneously per se but I mean it's a mean duo
1: for sure I mean so they have 10 sacks as a team which is pretty meh and then I mean Clowney has one and Ansa has one
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so I would say they only have 10
0: sacks as a team yeah Hmm, they got four against Arizona that's kind of interesting yeah, that's, that is interesting. So, and, I
1: mean, I, it does take some time to click.
0: Yeah, I guess that's another that like you, like that they were able to take advantage of a bad offensive line.
1: True. You know, they're real. I don't think Anz is like getting a whole lot of work because he. I mean, I don't yeah. know. That's hard to say. Let me look.
0: Yeah, I think done. he got like? He, actually, let me pull it back because I had it it's just pulled up here on his like snap count. So. He gives, oh, they've been working him in. He, oh, that's right. I think he was like hurt to start. Ah. That's right. So, like, he um because he, he didn't play week two, and then like week three he plays a little bit, some week four and five. So I think they're working it back in more. Okay. I think he had like a back thing going on. That's encouraging. To add some context to that. But, yeah, oh. that's – that's anyway, back to the line thing. Like Arizona's offensive line is awful, but Cincinnati's – sorry, there, it puts it my bed. Uh, hmm. things are hard. But Cleveland's offensive line is also really bad. It's
1: not, you know, as trash, but it's not good at all. It's not good. There, it's it's got a lot of holes in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could see just a total Seattle shutdown. I think it's likely it's a competitive game.
0: Yeah, I mean, do we get Odell week? Like, we haven't really had a big
1: Odell smash yet. You kind of like I'm kind of thinking so. That's been my thought.
0: Just like I'm thinking about like who has beat them. Like, I mean, Michael Thomas had a really good game against them. Hmm. We're spending a lot of time on this game, but I mean, it's like the close one, so it's kind of worth thinking about more. Obviously. Yeah. So I mean, see. give
1: it to your best player.
0: Yeah, Jared. So Gerald Everett and Cup last week were were the main guys, and then yeah, it was Cardinals. I'm not gonna think about it too much. Um, Saints. Uh, Michael Thomas is a solid day, of course. The, they're okay. This is worth note, I guess. Like receiving backs are hurting them a lot. Like Kamara and David Johnson both, which I mean, okay, that's obviously Kamara and David Johnson, I guess, but they both had a ton of receiving, like like almost 100 yards receiving. Work. Oh, wow. So that's I guess kind of something to keep track of. Um, the Rams are not the running backs at all. They have not been doing that at all this year. No. And then John Ross torched the Seahawks week one. Forgot about that. Things change. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Gio ripped off a long perception against them too, for what that's worth. Mm. So,
1: I mean, Chubb can get receiving looks, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know how much he'll get him, but um, yeah, like, st- like there's been enough receiving back work against them that's kind of interesting to note, but it's just like nothing like over the like. Sticking out about like how to attack the defense, though, is a lot of things. Because like normally, like some of these teams, like you can be like, oh, this is obvious, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. With well, Seattle, I'm not really sure. Like, I mean, if Njoku was in, I'd be like maybe the him, but I don't know. Like I don't, yeah, like, who, I don't, I don't know who I'm feeling from Jones. the Browns.
1: <laughs>
0: Gosh, like someone from the Browns is gonna do something. I just don't know who, and I'm not gonna try to like. I mean, I, my best guess. I mean, Chubb gets a lot of touches, so he's you know, he's someone you play regardless, but I don't know if I would say like Odell would make sense or not.
1: But I like, I don't know. He was kind of my first instinct this week that he would do okay.
0: Yeah. They they've been getting beaten up enough by pretty good receivers that I would feel okay. I mean, obviously was gonna start him, I'd feel I feel pretty good about him, I think. Yeah, I think I, you'd have to. Mm-hmm. Um and anything else from this game you're on?
1: Probably the kickers, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and then, um, also, I just realized we forgot. We totally just looked over the Thursday night game.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, like, partially. Like, it was obviously, you know, not intentional, but it was yeah, subconscious. Yeah, it
1: was but then it's also. The game's well, also, the the game's it's also incidental, the giants, right? By yeah. how much, I don't know. Yeah.
0: The incidental game, there's a 17 point spread. Giant, so it's 41 total. So let, let's let's math this. So we do 41 divided by two, and then minus oh, whatever how 17 is, so that's going to be a minus. Well, my math is hard right now, eight and a half. It's a 12 point total. For um, well wow. so yeah, <laughs> 12 point total. Uh... That's so low, dude. Anything under two touchdowns is bonkers for a total. Yeah. They've got some injuries, though. Like, everyone's hurt.
1: It's a short week. You know, Belichick didn't have full time to prepare. He probably doesn't care about this game because he knows he doesn't have to play them again. (laughs) (laughs) But they're the Patriots. They treat every game like it's the Super Bowl, you Mm -hmm. know. So they have to fucking, you know, suck each other's dicks all week. I don't know. Yeah, and Belichick
0: (laughs) doesn't like the Giants, so
1: yeah that too you know they like he definitely hates the giants for what they've done to him
0: yeah, twice
1: bitch. um so should, yeah i mean is there anyone put, in this game that you're on from the giants
0: no they should just put eli manning in to see if like he can put get some magic <laughs> wrong against the patriots <laughs>
1: that'd be great <clears throat>
0: But, no, I think if you're in a PPR league, maybe Tate. But I don't like it because there's, like, no upside to it, I don't think. But he'll get enough catches maybe that can help keep you afloat. Um, Otherwise, no, there's no one from the Giants. I don't want to touch one of the third-string, fourth-string running backs.
1: No, Um, but I'm sure the New England defense will be amazing. Yes, that's an obvious
0: one. I put that as my banger. Um, (laughs) Rex, so, okay, there's no door set. I forgot to mention he's out. He's out. Um, no Burkhead, but hold on, there might be no Burkhead. Um, keep, keep an eye on him. I don't think Burkhead plays much, even if he does play. So, like, it's Edelman, Gordon, and White, pretty much, for the most part. So, like, those three are all, like, super good options, just because Oh yeah, they're the three main healthy options. Like, the applied, their implied total is 29, or they're gonna be fucking dicks about it, so. Yep. Like, any of White, Edelman, or Gordon, I'm cool
1: with, so I'll just put that in here. And we haven't had a Gordon blow-up week yet, so... Michelle had a good week last week, which is encouraging. Mm. Do you follow it into this week against the Giants?
0: I mean, I think he's fine. I don't want to, like... I mean, what did he get last week? He was like he was fine last week. Like, he got... He got, yards. like,
1: 17. He was he did way better than I thought. Let me see
0: what he did. He, did. he got... Yeah, Brinkbridge... He got... He got 100 yards and a touchdown, basically. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, so he got 120 off-purpose yards and a touchdown. I mean, I don't see him going much above that. I mean, maybe he lucks into more touchdowns. Like, that's, it. that's what you're hoping for with him. Because he's going to be, like, I think his yardage would probably max out around 120. I don't see it getting much higher than that. Maybe 150 at most. But that's a total ceiling.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, like, with Sony, like, to, for him to, like, really just, like, go bonkers. Like, you're, you're banking on multiple touchdowns. Which, I mean, is possible with the Patriots, but... Like I guess I'm trying to think on who. Like right, let's like think of some like start sit kind of things. Okay, let's go to like maybe I'm pull some guys in a different matchup. But um, some guys. Okay, so Mark Ingram or Sonny Michelle, were you leaning there? Mark Ingram. Yeah. What about uh, like Chris Carson or Sonny Michelle? Okay, so that's like close for you. I'm trying to think. Because Carson's been probably had, Carson. Yeah, he hasn't. He stopped fumbling for now, so I'm gonna go with Chris Carson. The last two games have has been fumble free. So, um yeah. Okay, what about like Damian Williams or Sony Michelle? I think that's a good close one.
1: Probably Sony Michelle.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good close one though, as far as like.
1: Yeah, that like that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's Houston could be higher scoring. Yeah,
0: look at anyone else. Um what about like any Sony or like any of those San Francisco running backs against the Rams this week? Um,
1: see that one. Oof, I think if I had like Coleman or Brita, I would start them. But
0: yeah, uh, I think I think I would go Sony over the San Fran guys right now
1: this week. It's they're they're pretty close for me. Like <laughs> right around there is good.
0: Yeah, if if Burkett is like out out for sure, then Sony comes a little bit. But I, I'm not accounting for Burkett much in general this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a good like, there's a chance Sony doesn't do anything this week. Yeah, I don't need him to. Mm-hmm. Like
0: he, thing is like last week was like the ideal spot for him to crush, and he was like fine. Like he was good, but he wasn't like overwhelming. So right. he's just not like adding. He's not adding anything extra to his like touches right now, which is kind of. Eh.
1: But yeah, so I'm kind of off of him, even though he did have a good week. Mm. I think it's a good week to sell him.
0: Yeah, like, especially like if he does good this week too. You go really kind of try to cash in on him. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree there. But maybe even like right now, but either now or after this week. Kansas. Yeah, that's about it for this game. Um, Houston at Kansas City. Now this is the game of the week. It looks like. Oh yeah. So um, I've got like a couple of extra injury updates as we go on through the games. Um, Mahomes practice on Wednesday fully, so that's a good sign. Um, oh, nice. And then Tyreek Hill um, hasn't been cleared for contact quite yet, um, but if he is, he'll. Sure. But if he, like, if he's cleared for contact this week. Um, which it seems like he will be, then he'll be good to go. I and then mean, Sammy didn't practice today, looking like, like I said, more towards kind of doubtful. So. Kind of about what we were saying earlier, as far as where the tracks are going with this, but um, so we both have Kansas City here, right?
1: Duh. Mm-hmm. I love the Texans, like I love Deshaun Watson, man. But it is in Kansas City, and the Chiefs' offense is just disgusting.
0: So I was adding in, like on bangers, like I put in, but like all the pass catchers, there, right? Like yeah. Just a big sure. But, like, if Tyreek plays this week, I, you're safe to start him. I'm going to say, too, like, don't feel like you have to be careful with it, I would say. Right. And then I do like Damian Williams a lot this week, actually, even though, like, I don't know I've thought about, like, my disdain for where he was being drafted. But, like, just, just you know, objectively this week, he's in a good spot.
1: I think he definitely gets some, like, receiving looks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, Houston's been kind of... I well,
1: the ball how Like he was a face to be
0: sure, but Houston has um, allowed a lot of like receiving work to running backs. Um, so it, that's also part of how the defense they play works too. So, and then with the implied total being so high, so this the total of this game in general is at uh, 55. And Kansas is favored by a little bit. So I mean it's going to be a high scoring game. So it's one of those spots where it makes sense to go after pass catching running back here with some touchdown
1: upside yeah this should be such a good game mm-hmm.
0: I'm stoked yeah this could be one of the like like last year when Damian Williams had those games where he got like 15 touches but like got a ton of fantasy points just because they are so efficient with the touches and like a lot of touchdowns like that could there's a chance that's you know what you get this week from him so
1: I think Fuller could have another good week it's certainly a good matchup for it it's like the perfect matchup for mm-hmm. it I, I'm huge on Hopkins.
0: Though. Yeah, the, I mean, it, this should be, should be the Hopkins blow up week, right? Yeah, this should
1: be the Hopkins blow up week.
0: Yeah, ideally, so. Yeah. But, I mean, you can play, just throw fucking in at everyone from this game. This is this is like your, like your crock pot. This game's your crockpot. You put all your fantasy players in it, and then once when the game's done, you got something delicious coming out, and it's just a bunch oh, of yeah. fantasy points you can eat right up. So, so good. Mm-hmm. I want some, some beef stew right now. Beef 2 sounds good. Anyway, I, I, this game's pretty straightforward. It's Play everyone. I don't know if you I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on it, despite how good of a game it's going to be. We can just, you know, rave about it next week when we have seen it. But... Oh yeah, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Moving on, New Orleans at Jacksonville. We both have uh, New Orleans
1: here. I mean, yeah, this one's tough. It's in Jacksonville. Uh, mm. And Jalen Ramsey coming back could definitely like shake some things up if he does play.
0: Yeah. Right now, Jacksonville's favored by a point. Um, kind of lower total, like normal, like kind of like average lower total range, 44 and a half. So it's, it's, well, it's predicted to be close, obviously. Um, I like no ones just for the sake of I think they're the better overall team. Exactly. And Jacksonville's defense hasn't been what it usually is. Part of it's because of you know, the Ramsey thing, but... If I find out, you know, he's for sure in that may change things, but
1: I th- yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like it's kind of an ugly game.
0: Yeah, I I really think this might be the BPC like a fall back to the earth for Minshew, as sad as that is. How did he did really well last week, right? Yeah, like yardage wise, he's like he's like a top twelve fantasy quarterback right now. He's like one of the only quarterbacks to score like more than like fifteen or sixteen, like whatever it was. Like it's him, Kyler Murray, and Patrick Mahomes the only quarterbacks above like who have been, like, 15 fantasy points or more every single week, which is kind of hilarious.
1: That's crazy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would it would make sense. Mm-hmm. New Orleans' defense is good. Yeah. And well-coached. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's it. Like, their defense has been really, really good. They've kind of, like, rallied around, like, the adversity that hit, you know, Drew Brees going out. So, I sure. think if they can, you know, they they were fine against Jameis. They um, held the Cowboys in check. Um so, I mean, I think this might be one of those games where Jacksonville kind of takes a step back. I don't know if it takes a step back, but I I feel like the New Orleans defense can take advantage of Minshew this week.
1: I just, I think it's going to be kind of an ugly game. I don't think it's going to be a super high scoring or fun, yeah. fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I've I've got it. I think it's going to be the Kamara show. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's the Amanda show and then there's the Kamara show. <laughs> Kick, 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 kick! kamara show, yeah. So, <coughs> I throw him out on this. Um, it it all lines up. I can pull up how their production back. I mean, they've just. So, actually, this is perfect because I haven't updated my document yet. So, before um they played McCaffrey last week, they actually were pretty good against um receiving work for backs. But I'll have to see who they played. But um. Anyway, I'm not sure. Like, okay they're sort of a run fund, like a very slight run fund. like their past events is good enough i guess but they're like in general their defense is super average like i guess to not mince words their defense is really average and like when the defense is just like average i, I default to the offense and the sort of far as tendencies go and what this thing's want to do is feed thomas feed camara and i think the feed of camara is what's going to work this game right like i'm big now on, if ramsey's not in that does help. Uh, like, obviously helps my Thomas a lot it? too. But I, I think, yeah, I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm on Camara for the most part either way. Because I mean, Bouye is still there too. So yeah. Because like, I'm I liking the New Orleans defense to get them against them some good spots, and I think that by proxy also H to Kamara. But he, he's my like DFS pay up choice this week because like McCaffrey's not on like the main slate of games. So like Camara's on like the expensive options you've got so he's he's my guy this week as far as like if i'm paying up for running back in fantasy like like the high end like i'm picking him over um dalvin cook and zeke this week for what that's worth dalvin cook and zeke this week yep but sorry i kind of i kind of like not maybe like dominate that chat but
1: um no go for it
0: yeah I, I i thought about this game a lot before we were talking about it so i had like a lot in my head on it but that's what, good, are, what are what not a lot of thought. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> I love to ask. Like, I mean, how are you feeling about Camara, Michael Thomas? I mean, okay, Bam, and then DJ Chark. Even I, I mean, I think you're starting DJ Chark every week, but I, I don't think I need to mention that. I guess, but
1: yeah, I mean, he still seems to get his. Um... Him versus Lattimore is going to be fun to watch. The Saints' rundy is really good, right? So it doesn't seem like a Fournette week to me. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: the thing with Fournette
1: <laughs> is, is like he is getting just a shitload of
0: carries and targets, so it's kind of hard to really sit him. But yeah, like, He is getting him. a lot
1: more targets now.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, dude. It's, that's how much he's getting. Like he's getting the ball. It's
1: wild. That's good. I mean, he's good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's getting the ball
1: metric shitload. So. Yeah, I'm picking the defenses in this game. I think there's. It's one of these games, just like a lot of incomplete passes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be a lot
0: of, lot of punts.
1: Yeah. It's a really punty game. Punt, punt this game away from me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bad. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh
0: geez. Um, jeez. next up we've got pretty good game I think in uh, Philly at Minnesota. We both have
1: question marks here. Uh, so pick. This is a tough one to pick. Yeah, I saying easy. Like Philly just had the easiest rollover game ever, so they're like you know they're feeling good, they're content, whatever. Minnesota on the other hand is kinda like trying to prove that they can throw the ball with their ninety million dollar quarterback.
0: Mr. Guaranteed.
1: Yeah. Uh Philly's also uh, one of these funnels, you know. Great. Yeah, uh, it's, great at the run.
0: Yeah, this is I'm really excited for this game just because <laughs> it's like unstoppable force meets immovable object as far as like Dalvin Cook and then Philly run defense. Like Yeah. It's gonna be really fun to watch like what she's gonna give. So, I mean, I think it's going to be give and take. But like, I mean, okay, I guess starting, what, where are you side on that? Like, I mean, okay, you're not going to sit down with Cook and Cook like, season long, really, but, like, I guess it's more, it might be a DFS question more than anything. Or, like, if you're, I, I guess just, you know, for discussion's sake, how do you, like, where do you think Cook ends up? Like, how would you see this going for him?
1: So, it all depends on whether or not Minnesota can actually open up the ground game by passing. Mm hmm. And I think they start the game off passing pretty well. Like I think Minnesota probably gets off to an early lead. They're at home. Like Philly's pass defense is not great, and that allows them to run with Cook for a bit. So I think Cook does see some success. Ultimately, though, like I see Philly sort of being able to also throw on them and come back a little bit. So like this will be a close one. Yeah,
0: I. I think I, I think Cook will be fine.
1: Exactly. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Derek Henry last week is good running back against the Bills D. He got, like, 80 yards on the ground. Didn't do a whole lot fantasy-wise, but he was still fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, like, the 15- to 20-point range is, I mean, seems like a safe assumption, I think, for Cook, just because that's usually how it ends up. Or sometimes a lot more, but I've, I think the Minnesota defense has a chance to kind of really surprise us, but really, like, kind of put it on a bit, and, like, because I think they have a chance to be pretty, like, worthwhile, I guess, or worth, like, a play, I I guess, by proxy. Because, like, I don't know if there's any bigger correlation between, like, a defense and a running back than Minnesota, as far as, like, does anyone, like, besides Tennessee, maybe, does any defense or, like, any team want to run more than Minnesota and Tennessee, like? Right. So, but um, with all that being said, if not now,
1: then when for Diggs? If not now, then when? I mean, this is like the game. Yeah,
0: I so I'm putting some faith in Diggs this week. He's he's my bounce back play. I don't know if you had these yet, but I'm gonna call him my bounce back play of the week. Um, All right. I, the match, it's like a matchup makes so much sense for them to pass and like Diggs is. Yeah. I think who's I think he's gonna get some Derby. Like he's gonna get a bunch of shitty corners. So like. <laughs> the matchup's so easy that like if Diggs does not get his this week like he's gonna be so pissed he should be Yeah, like because I, it's one of those things where like I don't think but the most likely outcome is not as that this game stays close and that like they're not just gonna run a billion times and they'll have to pass some so like with that being said I, like I mean Diggs should get Diggs should have a good game like, it makes sense, right? <laughs> like, it's the matter. No, like,
1: of, and even among the pass catchers, like his his talent seems like the most apt to destroying. Yeah. The Eagle secondary.
0: Yeah, like they should have a good team. Like, like Kirk should have a good game. Like, I have him as a stream because, like, they should pass this game that should work, but it mm-hmm. can't be positive because they want to run a bunch. Is <laughs> the thing.
1: So. Right. Yeah. I... I mean, so yeah, calling it on the Diggs and the Kirk. Yeah, so
0: Diggs, he's like, they made him super duper cheap on FanDuel this week. Really? Yeah, he's like $5,800. Like, I guess I can read who's priced around him. And like, his production's been low, so it makes sense that no one's been playing him. So like, his price keeps dropping. But at a certain point, it's just like, when do I just say this guy's too good? So I'll, let me let me pull this up and read who he's priced around. Let me pull my upcoming here. So. Damn the internet, be faster.
1: Interwebs.
0: Yeah. So okay. They've got they've got him just they've got him below Sanu. Wow. Yeah, and Sutton's so he's the same price as DK, Metcalf, and Marquise Brown. And he's like just above like the Arizona guys and Preston Williams. So They've got him super low on there, so that's why I'm like oh. And it, it makes too much... I don't know, this week just it's aligning perfectly, in my opinion, for dicks to pork out this week. If not, I'll <laughs> eat the crow, and my money will agree with eating the crow. <laughs> gross. Rip. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of gross, we've got Washington at Miami. What a segue. The Tua Bowl. Um, See, so he's actually my top banger in this game, is Tua. Um, huh. <laughs> because uh, this is going to kind of determine who gets him. So... Who's gonna win? <laughs> like whoever does win doesn't even win because they get worse position in the draft. Right. Exactly. They're gonna be trying to lose. Yeah. I I think I'll end up pick, picking Washington just because they are technically trying to win. It sounds like. Seems like because they're not playing Haskins like they're playing Case. So I guess they're trying to win still. I like. I still. I don't even
1: know. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, is Case now, right? It's not Colt. Yeah, think, Case. And this go is gonna to be Case.
0: Case. Yeah, so if they're playing Case and not like letting Hastings go against Miami, even uh, like if they're not playing Hastings against Miami and they're playing Case, it's because they think they can win this game. And they're gonna try to. So since like they actually seem like they're trying to win, I think I pick Washington. But like I, I want to pick
1: Miami, but. Like, the Dolphins' defense is so bad. Even Case should be able to do something. Yeah, like... It's so bad. And McLaurin's back, right?
0: Yeah, so, like, that's... I have, I have McLaurin on here called McLovin. Um, okay. He should, because Case is targeting target lot, So he should have a good time against his bad defense. Um, also, so this is... So what's his name? Bryce Callahan, Brian Callahan, whatever the new interim coach's name is. He has been talking a ton about how he wants to run the ball a lot. Mm. And the Dolphins' hey. defense is not stopping the run. So, like, I I have AP as a banger this week. And it doesn't sound pretty, but... I mean,
1: it's a stat day for him.
0: Yeah, he talked about, so in his press conference, so Bill Callahan, um, he said he wants to say, um, so his offense is more about rush attempts than yards per carry, and... Uh, he said, "If you'll run the ball more times than your opponent, you'll probably beat them." So he's huh. very in tune with uh, establishing the run, apparently. So,
1: dude, I don't know, man. I might end up picking Miami because now that I'm thinking about it, like, who the fuck is Bill Callahan? And <laughs> yeah, also, Miami's
0: author by. Like, you could make arguments for either team to win this game. That's I love spending way too much time on this game just for that reason because right. like one of these shitters has to win.
1: And, like, technically Miami's, like, been under more of the same groove for the past couple of weeks than the Redskins yeah. who just lost their head coach and are now playing for some dude who yeah. might not have any idea what he's doing.
0: And then they Flores did announce that Rosen's going to start the rest of the year, so they have some stability, What are you going to call it. Right. And Albert Wilson's coming back, so he's going to have Wilson, Preston, and Devontae Parker, whatever that's worth. Hell yeah. This so you still- know
1: what? I'm going to do it because – I think the Dan Snyder is such a bad owner that they're about to lose to the Miami Dolphins.
0: Yeah, a mash Dan Snyder. <laughs> so okay, this is this is a wild part with this quarterbacks and defenses. I think you can make a case of streaming any of them, <laughs> uh, like out of desperation, like because the defenses are all so bad, but so are the offenses. That I think you can like make a case any way you want to on this.
1: This might um, be a mozzie in the muscle first. <laughs> You can stream either quarterback or defense. I like, Good luck. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I don't. A, it makes sense though, I guess. Like,
1: I kind of think you could maybe stream Rosen this week, like if he connects with Preston Williams and Devontae Parker, and maybe gets one to uh, to a Kenyon Drake. Is he still there? Is he alive? Yeah, he okay? I think, think they have stopped trying to use Kalen Balage. Oh, good, good. Stop good. trying I to make it a that out. thing. It won't be a thing. <laughs> it's not. Stop trying to make it a thing. It's so fetch. Yeah.
0: So, man, I will watch this game. <laughs> like, I know, right? Like I, I'll be watching most of Houston, Kansas City, but like during commercials, yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch Washington, Miami. Why not?
1: It's just a smear fest. Or
0: like what I'll do is like I'll look at that and then tab back to Houston, Kansas City, and just be like it's like when you take um the weights off of a pat and it's just like BAM! It's just so gonna be like that. It's gonna be like looking at something disgusting, then you're gonna look at something beautiful.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's like looking at like gross pictures and then looking at pictures of dogs It's yeah. like eye bleach.
0: This so have you been, have you been on a uh, Reddit fifty fifty before? Yeah. What you should do is like have both these games up and just like close your eyes and like kind of look at your mouse around and like click or whatever <laughs> and like whatever. <laughs> it's a real shitty game or amazing game, but
1: best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, so I do think Preston Williams like should have a good week and then AP and McLaurin should have good weeks for what's worth. I, I don't think you should probably stream Rose in her case, but I mean I, if you feel like it, maybe if you want to get Frisky in DFS, same with the defenses. I feel like it. I think I maybe say probably wouldn't want to do the Miami defense. I would probably be the Washington one, I guess, but neither sound good.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not taking the Miami defense. Nah, yeah, but
0: moving on, we've got our uh, later games. We've got San Fran at the Rams. I've got the Rams right now. Um, I don't. Nothing really sticks out too much for me as far as who to play. Um, Cooks might be out, so I think if he's out, that's a nice Woods bump, and then maybe Gerald Everett, but. And you're kind of playing everyone as usual right now
1: yeah this is a really tough one because i feel like san Fran's defense has been sort of playing like their star lately mm-hmm. which will be intriguing divisional matchup coming into town with a good defense i don't have a pick yet for it i'm kind of mulling it over at the moment
0: yeah i i said so i've got the rams right now it's Whenever there's a close divisional game, I usually pick the home team.
1: Yeah, are the they top, the favorites as well?
0: Um, I believe so. So, like, I um, they are yeah, three three my favorites. Home field, same as you know Minnesota. It's just the home field.
1: See, yeah, I feel so, like I still don't have like a good feel for the Rams. I agree. I don't know why.
0: I I think they're still fine. Like, they're still good. They're not bad, but
1: right. Not, but like, are they it's not the same? Good. No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's the biggest thing. It's not the same.
1: It's not the
0: same. So, like I said, I don't, I don't think there's anything you're adjusting terribly much. If Cook, if Cooks is out, that kind of moves some stuff around. And, like, Josh Reynolds will play more. Well, I should play some. So, that's interesting. I like him. Like, as a player, I don't know if I'd, like, play him this week or not, per se. Unless you want to cheap DFS flyer. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is a game of there's just, like, six wide receivers that you could potentially play.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kittle should have a player. Kittle should have a pretty good week,
1: right? Yeah, it's it's hard to bench Kittle. Mm. He's like, it's like having Ertz. Yeah, yeah, you don't you're not really benching him, but I mean, there's nothing really sticks
0: sticks out like as far as like a two or dole in this game. I think. So I think we can probably just kind of. I mean, this yeah. this one of those other like a good games that there's not a lot to say, but we'll have more to say when the game's done. Mm-hmm. So next Gotta day we've got. To see. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna watch this one for sure. Probably this will be my main game I'm watching later slate and then i will also go and watch my my team atlanta go take on arizona though um so yeah you're asking me so you're still undecided on Fran rams right
1: yeah i'll get back to you on that gotcha
0: and then um yeah we both got atlanta over arizona here um arizona is just really bad and i think atlanta i think atlanta is a just better team than arizona despite the injuries and stuff but
1: i agree they are more of a complete nfl team than the than the Cardinals are, Mm. I think, even with their defense, you know, sort of hurting.
0: Yeah, so I think you can kind of play everyone, though, because I'm going to say you mash the defense and you can play either kicker. I mean, (laughs) like, so Christian Kirk and David Johnson are kind of some news we're waiting on for injuries. Um, That's just going to affect, you know, some of the concentration of the offense, I guess. But if David Johnson's out, like, Chase Edmonds is like an instant... Play like he becomes okay, and like so in DFS he's super cheap, but season long. So if David Johnson is out and you get Chase Edmonds at home against Atlanta, what's this? What's the spread? So Atlanta's only two and a half point favorite, since it's a fifty-one and a half point total. So you're getting this projected shootout with a pass-catching running back against Atlanta. I mean, whoever it is. So if it's David Johnson, you're starting him. If it's absolutely if it's Chase Edmonds, I mean, I'm I'm treating it the same.
1: Honestly, yeah, I'm probably starting him.
0: Yeah, I mean, trying to he'd finish. But, like, okay, about Chase, if so, if David Johnson's out, are you Chase Edmonds or Sonny Michelle? Oh, man. I um, think I'd go Chase Edmonds. Because, like, I think he's actually good, too. That's also part of where you have to decide if you think he's good or not. But
1: I would, like, feel more confident in his volume. Yeah. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like is that reasonable? I think I'd be more confident in Chase Edmonds' volume than mm. Sony Michelle's.
0: That's the thing, yeah. Because if they've done that, like, who the fuck else is the running back? Right. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this. You can play on everyone. I, I think you can play like
1: Freeman and or Ito. Yeah, most likely. I'm. I mean, yeah, you could probably start all the Falcons. Yeah, like, now Ryan should have another fine day.
0: Yeah, another 300 yard game. It should be in the works here. So Julio or Ridley, if you have to pick one, or right? I mean, I could probably pick them both. But like, who's going to be like the big week here? I mean, I guess Julio. Um, Maybe, I mean, it could be. Probably
1: scores. Julio. I'm sure is just has another Julio day of just you know, pretty good all-around general greatness
0: yeah so i like it's it's, i always love it because there always is eventually that julio day that just breaks everything (laughs) and i love those
1: yeah i don't think it's this week where he just gets like 40 points
0: yeah those are like the those are like the close game shootouts and that could be this though like those like close shootouts are when you get those just like Julio, I feel
1: like more confident if the Cardinals had all of their offense, but they are missing some key pieces. Yeah, that's the
0: thing. Like, I do agree that like if if DJ and Kirk are out, that like the Falcons' defense like could maybe do something this game for once.
1: Yeah, they'll at least not allow as many yards. <laughs> yeah, so
0: I, I I would agree that I do I would feel better about Julio if it's you know.
1: A higher potentially scoring matchup, yeah, you know,
0: with more of the pieces there. So, but that being said, I think you can kind of play anyone from this game.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Uh, Kyler's. Yep. just yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I, so I like Kyler a lot this week. He's like one of my favorite kind of plays this week because I had him on the buy, like buy kind of thing. So mm-hmm. he should have a really solid week against his battling and defense though because he was pretty good last week without, uh, Kirk too. So. And I'd rather have Atlanta's kicker, but I think both are fine. Yeah, Matt Bryant should have a slot a week. Is it Catanzaro for Arizona? I don't remember. Oh, you're tired. Oh, bummer. I don't know who, I didn't know who it is for Arizona. I couldn't tell you. Do you know off the top of your head, or do you
1: have to look it up, too? I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Let's the Cardinals out. kicker. who?
0: Arizona kicker. Oh, oh, course I heard. It is... Um, My app is being weird. Zane Gonzalez, it looks like? Oh, that could be it. Zane Gonzalez. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, it's him. And we know that um, Cliff Kingsbury's a pussy, so he'll kick a lot. Cliff. Dude, yeah, he picked some bitch-ass calls. Anyway, um, (laughs) we've got Dallas at the Jets. The spread is... At seven, so I think that's I think that's out of our territory for Kong a lock. Um, yeah. So I've got Dallas right now. You got the Jets actually, and so no, like I, no, I don't. I don't think it's like a huge a huge like homer pick by any like. It's not like a stretch or anything. I mean, it's kind of homerish. It's kind of you know, but
1: it's not yeah, so extreme
0: that it's you know egregious.
1: Right. I was also like ultimately, I have off this Sunday. I just want to root for the Jets. I don't want to like sit there and like be rooting against them because I picked them, mm-hmm. the Cowboys, to win. So like, picking the Jets, Darnold's back. Fuck
0: it. Yeah. I mean, so I get. I'll help make the case for you if you want. Um, so Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins are both questionable right now. That's um, you know if both of those guys are out. Then that's a huge, huge swing as far as like just the game, the game flow itself goes. Because if you're missing yeah, two of the best linemen, like
1: they rushed Lyle Collins back and he has an MCL sprain. Mm-hmm. And
0: then I know you did mention C.J. Mosley sounded like he probably isn't going to be back this week now, based on right. Yeah. So yeah, him was likely inactive. But like, if Dallas is missing two of their starting linemen, that's a big hit. I'm about it. Mm-hmm. And so, Dallas
1: doesn't look like a great team <laughs>
0: so this is something interesting I'm bringing it the DFS again they made the Jets defense like super duper cheap on DraftKings like the cheapest they've ever made a defense for some reason I'm not sure why but mm. so it's like one of those things where like you just kind of hope for like enough fantasy points so that's going to be like, one of the big things this week on that but
1: I mean I could easily see the Jets secondary picking Dak off a lot like, a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I'd say that just because it's a Jets secondary, but...
1: (laughs) No, man, they've been playing better than, like, I ever anticipated that they would. Yeah, who did they, um, fucking bench?
0: Yeah, they benched Tremaine Johnson. That's probably helping them a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Brian Poole's been playing really well.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And fucking they got Jamal Adams and Marcus May playing really well, too, so, like... I love Jamal Adams. Having Marcus May play well helps, like, sort of... With those corner deficiencies, a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah,
0: so I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued enough by this game too, where I said like I think it's gonna be close enough, especially you know barring some injuries. But
1: yeah, I'm disappointed we won't have Herndon.
0: Yeah, that's a bummer with his Hammy. But um, on this game though, as far as who to play I, on defense, I put hmm, because I think you could you could make a case for either one. Um, but I'm not, I'm not huge on either one per se. Just like season long league wise. But as far as the guys I'm huge on, I think Bell and Cooper stick out the most to me.
1: Yeah. Um, Agreed.
0: I mean, you're obviously you're, you're gonna play Zeke. That's not really like a huge like question mark per se. Yeah, but, you um, always start Zeke. But no, yeah, I think um, Cooper but, should be fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone in the Jets secondary, like despite what we just said, I don't think anyone in the secondary can really like right keep up with him per se. So. No, yeah,
1: he should be just fine. Mm-hmm.
0: And we saw Dallas like give it up to Aaron Jones last week. So I think Love Bell is, you know, I would I would say he's better than Aaron Jones. So I think he's good. Get he the Dallas defense a lot of trouble. Yeah, Love should have a good week.
1: Mm-hmm. And the Darnold loves him.
0: Yeah, he got a lot of catches week one. So Bell should get a ton of work this week. I think it's a good time to go at him. So, this, yeah, this game will be, I think, like, a lot of people, I'm not, like, people probably would be writing it off, but I think it's worth keeping a closer eye on than it's getting attention for. Um, just next, a yep, next up, we've got uh, Tennessee at Denver. We both have Tennessee here. So, mm-hmm. uh, my bold prediction, we're going to get one of these just wild Derrick Henry weeks. Um, I've got, I think it's going to be, like, a 150-yard two-touchdown type of thing, like we saw from Oof. him, like, earlier in the year. Ooh. I mean, see, like uh, you get a team that wants to run the ball a bunch. I guess a team that can't stop the ball, a bunch. Um,
1: can't stop the run. Yeah.
0: Stop the run. Sorry, stop the ball out. Wow. But I mean, I guess that too. But by exactly, Brophy, yeah, by extension. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, they they fall under one of these also kind of like, funnel defenses, and we saw Fournette have like just have a time against them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like every time with Tennessee, they're just like making you question if they're good or not. They just had another shit week. They're probably like ex- being expected to have a shit week this week mm-hmm. and they won't. Yeah, but, so
0: like <laughs> the, the thing, thing yeah. there's Tennessee so hard to predict dude. I didn't, I never know to think of them, but like I do know what I think of Denver and they're they're not going to blow anybody out. I feel pretty confident saying Denver won't blow anybody out and if Tennessee's not getting blown out or like getting pushed, they're going to run uh derrick henry a bunch right so that's i'll try to pull i'm I'm about to pull something up to see like as far as like game splits and stuff how they run him but like
1: this could be a tennessee blow up week this could be be one of their like 40 to 10 victories they sometimes just pull out of nowhere (laughs) i love that it's so so random it's always tennessee on some random week
0: yeah Derrick Henry, let's see, so he's gotten, I'll, I'll, I'll just say opportunities, so rushes and targets. So his opportunities this year have gone 21, 18, 19, 28, 20. And both the games they won, he's been over 20. Buffalo, he was right at 20. Okay. Um, the games they lost, he was, you know, the end game that was close, he still got the uh, 18. And then 19, yeah. So, like, 18 is the fewest he's gotten as far as opportunities which is again carries and uh, carries and targets, so like his touch floor is super high, and they, they've not gotten like decidedly blown out, really. Mm-hmm. So, so their defense is playing fine enough that it's making it possible. So, but playing fine, yeah. In general, though, this game is a low total and it's going to be relatively gross, but I think it's set up as a Derrick Henry game. Um,
1: yeah. Anyone, your
0: so you do you agree on the Derrick Henry thing?
1: Yeah, I'm probably like maybe the Tennessee
0: defense. Yeah, I could I can see that. <laughs> Honestly, I I guess you could make a case for either defense, but yeah, I, probably. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Derrick Henry, so I'm I'm on the Tennessee defense because you kind of have to be.
1: Yeah, if you take the running back, take the D. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially with some of these teams, like I said, like the um, Titans and. um Ru- Georgia, like the Vikings the Titans or Vikings, something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but um. I also like Cortland Sutton this week. I um I was looking at the matchups as far as um like corners and stuff go and I can pull it back up. But he had a he had a good matchup this week corner wise, and he's just been good and kinda of getting a lot of a like a solid target share um in the offense. I can pull all this stuff up as we go. Um but is there anyone like I said so no one really in particular sticking out too much. This game is kind of a bummy game.
1: Yeah, not really. Yeah, and, <laughs>
0: What about what about Delaney Walker maybe by chance as far as I was thinking about Walker
1: and I didn't I think if it was Corey Brown or or sorry Corey Davis or AJ Brown I would probably go Brown but maybe yeah I like Delaney better than either of them mm. so I don't think it's a big receipt like I don't think Mariota has a very good day yeah I, unless he just like gets checkdowns that get lots of yardage yeah so
0: so I'm going to pop over here. So Cortland Sutton um I about to agree though. I think Delaney Henry Week is their ideal for the Titans and it's probably yeah. here. So he's leading the team in uh receiving yards, targets and air yards. So that's a good start. Um and he's actually like is he Yeah, he's he's the wide receiver ten in PPR right now. That's that's overall it doesn't count for like bikes and stuff too, but Cortland Sutton's having a really good year. I think it's kind of going overlooked
1: a little bit. He was one of my, like, off-season guys.
0: Really yeah, liked yeah, yeah. him. And like I said, I wasn't, like, super high on him coming into the draft because he had not put enough together yet, but he's showing it. So, like, I've obviously been like, okay, yeah, this guy's showing. He's able to put it together some, so I'm on, I'm on board with him. Where the fuck did Tennessee go here? I'm trying to pull up the matchup that I talked about, or that I looked at earlier that maybe put Sutton on the list. So... Sutton he lines up at um, left receiver more, and then that's a, like a little over half the time. For him. That's gonna be most of his time, and then a lot of that's gonna be probably against Malcolm Butler, who's mostly at right cornerback. So the left receiver, right cornerback, offsets the field. That's how it matches up. So Malcolm Butler's been getting beat pretty bad this year. He's allowing a 120 uh, passer rating towards him, and Flacco's actually got a 124 passer rating throwing at Sutton, so uh, throwing to Sutton, so. Yeah, Flacco to Sutton's working and throwing at Malcolm Butler's working. Yeah. So unless you're at the um, one yard. Yeah, the only worry is that like um, so the Uh. the, actually this is too small sample size to worry about, but like Sutton's been good, he's been pretty good against zone this year too. He's been tearing up the zoners and facing it, and um, Hmm. the Titans played enough zone that I think he could really eat against it. So his his like corner, his receiver corner matchup's really tasty.
1: Receiver corner matchup is super yeah. tasty. Super tasty.
0: Yeah, and that's like one of those things where, like, with the Saints, it's, like, you know, just target PJ Williams, so. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess, yeah. I mean, okay, I guess I should add DD Westbrook then to my list. DD! I, I think, okay, I think, like, I'll, you know, blindly targeting PJ Williams aside. I mean, if Marshall Lattimore is on DJ Chark and does, you know, push him some, DD does make sense.
1: Uh oh. So, We've got the... Uh, yeah, it's coming together.
0: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I I think DJ Shark's still a fine play, but I am going to add um, Didi to here then, just because...
1: Didi.
0: I mean, targeting PJ Williams... Man, that's the way to go. Who did the Saints play last week?
1: The Bucs, right? Yeah,
0: and um, who... We said Godwin, right? Godwin. How'd he do? He scored. They're pretty dope. good, right? Yes, I thought. We're all right, right. so... Dude, found the end zone. PJ, PJ Williams is so fucking bad, man. I don't know how he still is a starting corner. Well,
1: he's still better than the Chiefs' secondary.
0: <laughs> That's pretty rough, huh? So, PJ Williams, yeah. So this year it's actually been lower. I don't know. I mean, I guess small enough sample size, but in but in zone, man, because they're mostly running zone, he's getting just rocked. So,
1: rock the boat.
0: But yeah, it lines up well for D.D. Westbrook this week. Um, Anyway, moving on from this game. Sorry, I had to kind of take into that a bit. Um, And then, yeah, sorry. So, real quick on Derrick Henry. So, when the game's, like, within seven, either way, um, Derrick Henry's gotten the ball uh, 55 times. Sorry, I should say. 55 rushes and five targets. And then there have been 88 pass attempts. So, I guess just kind of lining it up. Like, a good chunk of the time when the game's within seven, Derrick Henry's getting the ball. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And he just has such a knack for falling into the end zone. That yeah, even
0: I mean, if you weren't super high on him, you still need to start him. Yeah. Pretty much 40% of the time when the game is within seven, Derrick Henry gets the ball. So that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice, yeah. I, I think they can keep this game within seven. Um, we'll be
1: within seven for a lot of it.
0: Yeah. Go, well, I don't know if it'll get out of within seven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh we've got the sunday night game we've got pittsburgh at the charge almost the clippers guy I keep want to say clippers pittsburgh at the chargers chargers are actually favored by seven which i didn't wow. expect per se but i guess if it is going to be Devlin hodges then it makes sense so
1: that's got to be what it is they're expecting it to be the third stringer
0: yeah so um yeah i got i have the Chargers. though that being said do you agree
1: yeah. I mean, if Mason Rudolph does start remarkably, it changes things, but I think it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: see. As far as who to play, I, I think Eckler makes a lot of sense. I, I keep watching on the Gordon, though. Um, I think I think both of them are in play, for what it's worth, because um, they kind of eased Gordon back in last week, but he's going to start getting more and more touches.
1: For sure. I
0: think both will be viable, but, like, in a – actually, I'm going to remove this, actually. I think both running backs are fine plays but I don't know if either is like a smash play because they're, if they're going to be ahead and want to be as much Eckler as last week, or as like, you know, how much should they work in this week? I'm not hundred percent sure, but it makes sense that both are fine plays. And then Keenan should eat against this Pittsburgh secondary. That's been kind of struggling some.
1: Well, so Minka Fitzpatrick, this is what I was just looking at is doing really well in the slot hmm. for, um, the Steelers. Because that's what he was supposed to be playing, and the Dolphins were misusing him, which is why now that he's in a good situation, he's being good again. He's uh, passing on him is four for seven for thirty-four yards and an interception
0: wow. through three
1: games. So he's doing pretty well. I don't know. Like I feel like the Chargers, the slot is completely variable.
0: Yeah, they sometimes have. Um, yeah, they sometimes have Keenan in there. That's like, you not
1: know, Keenan. I mean. Um, yeah, he's in there sometimes, but he's not always in there. Yeah,
0: it's also been tough this year because all the injuries. I'm. It's hard to like, read really to say exactly what has been going on at it. So he's about 40% of the time he's in there, but he moves around a ton. So he'll he'll be able to avoid it some. They'll be able to get him in mismatches, for sure. So, I, I think just because like it's, he is the number one receiver on the team. That's favored with a decent enough total that it's like, well, I think I'm okay with going him here.
1: I think the Chargers probably cover the spread, but I think the Steelers probably keep it within, like, 10 to 13.
0: Yeah, it's hard to win by, like, like their, two touchdowns. Anyway. Their
1: team is just decent around them, you know? Like, their line is pretty solid.
0: Yeah, they have a good line. everything better. So, I was going to say, though, so, like, with James Conner, like, there's no Jalen Samuels to, like, pick a workload off of him at all. Like, Conner is the guy, for sure. So, like, where are you... I mean, the, how does, like, the offensive line, the workload go against like the, you know, the being uh, underdogs kind of work for you. And the third string quarterback thing.
1: I mean, James Conner might get a shit ton of carries, but he might it might not translate. Yeah, that's it's tough.
0: It could be kind of ugly on that sense. I'm not yeah.
1: Like if he had 19 carries for 80 yards and nothing else like that uh like I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess he uh, not one for much, but it's just kind of a mess, Sunday night game. I don't feel that. And like, I'm like, I want Juju to ball out, but like, it's who's getting him the ball. That's the thing. It's yeah, like, who's throwing uh, it? Yeah, it's this. Uh, the Chargers' defense hasn't been great. It's
1: been pretty meh for what it's worth. But so like, out of caution, I in my homer league, I have Juju and Connor, so I am probably not starting either of them.
0: Yeah. So like, this week you got the decision against me of Juju versus Fuller, and like. I think, like, I mean, I'm not going to just, like, say, like, lie to you, but, like, I do think Fuller makes more sense than
1: Juju this week based on just pure upside. Yeah, no. I, Juju's probably sitting right there on my bench, unfortunately, which makes me sad.
0: Like, they both have an equal chance at doing nothing, and I'd say, well, like, Fuller's upside is way higher. Yeah. Because, like, I'm in our Dynasty League, like, one of my things, like, I'm looking at, like, DJ Moore, Juju, and, like, Diggs as far as, like, starting two of those guys, and I'm like, do I sit Juju here?
1: Oh, it makes me sad.
0: I know. It's rough. But anyway, I, think, I do think the Chargers defense is worth a try, too.
1: Yeah, sadly. See, I'm kind of off the Steelers on, in this matchup. Or just this year. <laughs> yeah. It's a big bummer. It's too much. Yeah.
0: It's, I still don't I mean, I get, he, it makes sense to the future, too. Like, if they think Big Ben's going to be back next year. But, like, the trade for M- Mika Fitzpatrick was kind of odd with the timing of it. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was weird. I didn't I never I didn't get it. Oh well, whatever. Um Monday night game. This game's gonna be great. I'm excited for it. Detroit at Green Bay. Um, right now I've got Green Bay, but I want to see what happens to Devontae.
1: Yes, that's a big major major key.
0: Yeah, like if he's out, that might push me towards Detroit.
1: I am leaning Detroit at the moment. Kind of, like fifty-five forty-five it's not super confident because obviously it's green Bay and they're at home. But I mean, honestly, man, past, past two years, the Lions have had the Packers number. They've won two years straight. Um, Home or away has not mattered. Stafford's been throwing at least two touchdowns a game, every game, whether he's on the road at home. (laughs) So So, like,
0: so I said, Oh God, sorry.
1: No, I was like, I think it's a, just gonna be an awesome game i don't know who's gonna win Mm -mm. it's a good divisional matchup i think you're gonna see a lot of fun offensive plays so i think you can start aaron i think you can start stafford Mm -hmm. probably start kenny if Devontae's in you gotta start him
0: yeah so right now the over under is 47 four and a half point favorite for green bay
1: so basically saying this is a close divisional game more or less yeah, and that what's crazy is I was thinking about this game last night, and I'm like, this is one of those twenty seven twenty three games. Like it sort of caps around. Oh, it's 50. a
0: one score game for sure. Like right? yeah,
1: right. It, it, but it caps, you know, like right around that fifty mark, I think. So them putting forty seven as the over under is pretty close yeah. to what I was thinking too.
0: Yeah, cool. enough like good try hard defense that it won't be a shootout. Yeah, right. And like so, okay. With that being said, so we've seen the Green Bay defense be you know better for the most part this year, except against Philly. Like, how do you think? They fare against Detroit this week. Like, where are you on? I mean, so I, I do like Kenny Galladay this week, but how are you on like Stafford in the pass game? The Green Bay defense. Or where are you? Like, what are you thinking?
1: I think they're gonna make some things work. Like, I do think the Packers defense will get to Stafford, but that line is better for the Lions. And I think this isn't one of those games where like you could see Kenny Marvin Jones, like having big days. Both of them, to be honest.
0: Yeah,
1: I I like I like Kenny Galladay a lot this
0: week. I do think both running backs are in good matchups. <laughs> like you said, they're, they're both going against funnel
1: defenses, like run balls. Right. So. But yeah, like the lines do get Darius Slay back.
0: Yeah, it I was um, I'll look I'll look that up. Actually, you go in the tab, look some other stuff up. So one of the reasons I like uh, Kenny Galladay is so Kevin King's tall. He's not like super big. But Jair, Jair Alexander is five um, ten, and Kenny Galladay is six <laughs> four. So, when that matchup occurs, which I don't know if they'll just keep. Um, well, how big is Marvin Jones? I take that out too, but so I don't know if they'll try to keep. Kevin Keane I think on like six one. Yeah, I'm six two, six one, probably around that. Yeah, but like Kenny Galladay has a lot of size on Jair Alexander, and so that's one of the things. It's like he. They, they mostly play sides like Kevin King's been on... He's been their right corner, and then Trey Alexander's been their left corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll pull up how Kenny Galladay does, but they move him around enough. Um, let me hear Detroit. There we go. So Kenny Galladay, he runs about half his routes at the um, left receiver, so he will get Kevin King enough, but he still runs 35% of his routes as the right receiver, so he'll get, he'll get enough Jair Alexander And I think he can just really abuse that matchup. Ooh. Because if you're giving up more than four inches to a guy, like, and it's Kenny Alde who is really good at the catch point, like, I don't know if. I think he's just going to take advantage of that matchup.
1: I hope so, man. Got him in more than
0: enough leagues. Yeah, and, like, and then then looking at Kevin Keen, like, he's (laughs) taller, but he's not, like, as beefy. Beefy. Yeah, and then looking at Kenny Alde in there, like, he's. He's just a very large guy. So yeah. like I think he's gonna be able to kind of impose just like physically impose on the Packers this week.
1: So. so yeah, like the Lions could potentially be getting back Quandre Diggs, Danny Amendola, Deshaun Hand, Darius Slay, TJ Hawkinson, and Mike Daniels. Mm-hmm. Like all of them coming back. Yeah, having TJ
0: back would be nice. Having Hawkinson back would be good.
1: Yeah.
0: As it sounds if he's Gronkinson or Blockinson, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's what
0: I've decided. It's either Gronkinson or Blockinson. Like it, or it depends week to week. But right. however, Maddie's feeling. <laughs> but anyone you're on or off this game, particularly aside from who um, we mentioned, I think. Because what I'm on, Candy. You said either pass catcher, and then do we uh, y- do we do you agree on carry on and Aaron Jones or?
1: I think so. Yeah, I yeah I think i'm on board with both of them like <laughs> like slight hesitations maybe on carry on but just in the event that they do get down a little bit yeah the, with was like, throwing a little more yeah i don't i don't see them getting down a ton i don't think so either but it's the packers so you never fucking know
0: yeah the, the last two games though detroit has fed carry on He's gotten 21, so he's gotten 20 carries and 26 carries, and he's gotten uh, a target and three targets. And oh, this wow. Is, so that's the sense they've gotten rid of CJ. So he is their bell count out that CJ's gone. Hell yeah. So that's, I don't I don't see this game getting out of hand either way, so I think that'll, that'll be enough for carry on there. So just go to close game.
1: Sweet. And yeah, both quarterbacks are good. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, it's going to be a great game.
0: Mm-hmm. Kicker, I think, I don't know if I'm a huge on kicker. I think they i not need to have a ceiling here.
1: Oh, I'd be they fine could, with either but, kicker.
0: Yeah, they're fine plays. It's not like I don't they're, they're not going to get as many points as like Matt Bryant would, but they're not going to like give you zero.
1: Right, and it is divisional, so if they do get in the red zone and can't convert, because it is tough divisional, like they're going to take the points. They're going to yeah. go for field goals. Oh, so I think you know, know, oh, you're know
0: Patricia takes the points. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Anyway, so as far as locks and upsets, um, my lock's Atlanta. I'm stealing that one. <laughs> I typed it in here first. <laughs> um, who, who's your lock gonna be? Who can I lock in? Yeah, most of the options are lockable. Do, 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 do. So, and like a lot of our picks are like, I think they might be upsets too. I'm not sure. Like, let me look at like Tennessee. Is Tennessee favored?
1: Is Detroit an upset? Detroit being upset. Cool, that'll be my upset. Gotcha. Let's go Detroit. Oh, hey, no. what am I doing? <laughs> Starting a new thumbnail on accident. Um, <laughs> keyboards, man.
0: Yeah. So like, so for upsets, I'm good with taking either New Orleans or Tennessee. Uh, I think they both win. But if you want to take one as your lock, you can go for it. Let's see. You could hit the Rams. You could pick. Any uh, side of Philly, like you, could, you could pick Kansas City as your lock there. That's within seven.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: Seattle or
1: anything is there. Carolina is an option. It's like I was thinking Carolina, but I'm like I'm not doing the London game as a lock. <laughs> so you can't do it. Uh mm-hmm. no, Seattle's a lock.
0: Yeah, that, that game's predicted pretty close. It's like barely a spread in that even. So right. Yeah, the only games there's only like three games that aren't lockable. New England, Baltimore, and Chargers are not lockable. Dallas isn't either for me, but you could lock it.
1: <laughs> lock it in. No, I'm gonna go with Seattle. Gotcha. I'm gonna take Seattle, even though I'm close on it. Like, I don't know. I saw lock it, and my brain just made the you know operation. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> lock it. Pop. Lock, it. lock and drop it. Pop. Oh man, I missed like the
0: era of like crunk music. <laughs> <laughs> so at the this is the funniest thing, and it's so on brand. So there is a picture of <laughs> Lil Jon at the BT Awards. Uh-huh. And his outfit was great. Let me uh pull it up. Basically I think I'm pretty sure it said like Crunk King on his uh like outfit. It was so funny. Oh, yeah, so he, had, he had on a jacket that said King of Crunk. I'm like this is I think it's a leather jacket. I can't tell. Yeah, basically, he had on a shirt that said King of Crunk and a big chain and like yellow and black leather pants. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is right. <laughs> Lil' John is still. What? Yeah, Lil' John is still owning it. Okay, I think it was a leather football jersey kind of cut thing. Wow. Yeah, so King of Crunk. So Lil' John is, is just still living in his Crunk era. He's okay. Just-
1: Crunk boy,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This this Tennessee-Denver game is gonna be okay.
1: <laughs> uh, that's perfect. It really is gonna be just okay. We've got Washington <laughs> at Miami. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Houston at Kansas City. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't want to like shout into the microphone and like overdrive it right now, but yeah, I'm this 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 week appears to be a lot better on the surface as far as like
1: the games go. I'm I'm in for it. Yeah. It's my first week I actually get to watch them. Nice in a while, so I'm gonna be, I'll be on the way back. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the back on
0: the way back from Cleveland while some of the games are going on. So I'll mm-hmm. hopefully have some like stream going on the road or I can no while I'm not driving watch it while I'm driving listen so. I'm excited. Woo! But, yeah, I think, we're in, I think we're in for a good week of football here.
1: I'm, I'm in for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, a lot of tougher picks than last week, so. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do with the picks. I'm prepared we'll to f- get, like, five right. That's- <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it fucking goes. Yeah, but. Whew, all right, I think I'm going to eat some of this pineapple I cut. <laughs> don't let it eat you first. The pineapple is cut. I repeat, the <laughs> pineapple is cut. <laughs> that should be oh, like our, our signal that we're done with the episode
1: <laughs> the pineapple right. is cut the Pineapple's cut wait <laughs> we got an injury report the pineapple is not cut the oh
0: no mozzie's tongue is on fire <laughs> 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 sirens coming to the background
1: oh there they are
0: have we had any of the sirens yet this episode mm,
1: no there was a dude with a really loud like car though
0: yeah i heard the horn really. it might have been before record i don't know but I don't know hot take sirens this week. Right, I guess there aren't any hot no, takes. Ah take oh, man. Guess we They're gotta, waiting for next week. Yeah, we got to step it up next week is when it's going to be ready. So, oh, yeah. There weren't any sirens on your jets over Dallas. So maybe that wasn't hot enough.
1: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it was just so obvious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jason Garrett. Oh, man. Jason Garrett and fucking up. Anyway, um, thank true. you all for tuning in to this episode of Mozzie Muscle. We hope you enjoy this football as much as we do this weekend
1: hell yeah